0: Oh man, we're live. It's Tendrick, Drink Minimum. I'm your host, Chris Burnett. This show is sponsored by Topo Chico Seltzer. I'm wearing my Topo Chico shirt. James is here. Hi, everyone. Uh, very awesome
1: to be here for this show.
0: Oh man, I apologize to everybody. There's a hum in the background. It is like a hundred and some... I mean, everybody's aware. Everyone's aware. That it's it's like, summertime. I'm pretty sure they know. It's 101. And probably about 110 in the studio, so we have an AC and two fans running. I'll pull that for the pull that out for the podcast. <laughs> but we have a very for our 17th anniversary show. Yeah. Smiley, Wow. We have a very special guest. No Holly Ann today, she's out partying on a Sunday. Good but, for her. Uh, we have a very special guest. Nohilani. Yeah. Aider.
2: Hello, everyone. Boom! I think I hit it. You right. did great, man. Yes. Hell yeah
0: i'm pr- I'm proud of me uh welcome to the show <laughs>
2: that's a great start.
0: <laughs> welcome to the show
2: thank you so much
0: man today is gonna be you know it's, it's not gonna be a light topic I don't think today for uh a, our seventeenth anniversary james i don't james doesn't even know what happened here uh,
1: yeah no i'm 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 in the dark
0: he just walked into this show blind he has no idea i what's walk happening. into all these shows blind Sometimes, i think that's- yeah yeah
1: I, I mean I think that's that's what makes it
0: yeah uh, nohilani Nohilani, you've been in the the food and beverage industry for quite a while how long is that how long have you been doing that
2: I am creeping up to 10 years 10 realistically
0: years. yes so on the topic of, of the service food and beverage industry I, I would say you're a professional
2: I would assume so I would hope yeah. so after this many years and yeah all of the extravagant past. That I've been oh, yeah. through.
0: <laughs> I I too saw so, like we're all kind of. So I was in the service industry for ten years, uh, restaurant. I'd ever did, uh, uh, well, I did some alcohol, mm-hmm. no like bartending or anything like that. But Smiley, Smiley's been a bartender. He's owned a bar. Yeah, owned a
1: bar. I've been working in restaurants like that was my first job, like fifteen on. Mm-hmm. So amazing.
0: So he kind of you know. So we're we're not strangers to what we're probably going to get into today. Absolutely. So. Do we, do we want to kind of do some? Well, first of all, as <laughs> as it, it, you've been a bar, I, I met you when you were a bartender, right? So what is your what is your signature cocktail?
2: Um, it's really hard to say. It's more of like a signature style, I want to say. More so, I definitely focus on mm-hmm. my culture, which comes from Hawaii, but mm-hmm. also my bloodline, which is Filipino Korean, and of course, I was basically raised in new mexico so a lot of that new mexico culture is definitely influenced in there okay um it changes per season per year wherever i'm at um one Mm -hmm. year it was a blueberry lavender pina colada the next year it was a tropical vegan milk punch that was located at z lounge so it was like it changes so there's a lot of tropical notes obviously Mm -hmm. me personally but um it still packs a punch still packs a lot of heat usually
0: did you say blueberry lavender or blue lavender
2: blueberry lavender pina colada i
0: want that right now
2: honestly it's fucking fire i want that right really because
1: I, I i fell for the milk punch i'm all oh
2: yeah mm. dog and it's vegan it was such a good seller
1: i bet mm. so hard to find good milk punch
2: it is honestly only a few yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> where did you uh so where did you first start uh learning to you know to make cocktails
2: Oh man! So if we're gonna go that far, I started at Billy's Long Bar. Holy no shit! Way. Holy crap! Wait,
0: when? What year?
2: This was maybe in uh frack maybe two anywhere between 2015 and 2016, maybe oh, okay.
0: earlier. I first moved here in '07, and I would frequent Billy's Long Bar. I lived mm-hmm. right behind it in those apartments.
2: Oh god! And toxic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they had those uh well Tuesday nights, it was like two dollars for any pint.
2: Wait, I, what? In
0: 07, yeah. Holy and shit. And they had like 50 beers on tap, so I would go over mm-hmm. on Tuesdays. So we would do this podcast on Tuesdays, my mm-hmm. old co-host and I. Mm-hmm. He would come over, we would go to Billy's Long Bar, and we would we would spend $10. That was like five beers. And, and you are just happy. Yeah, and then we'd walk over and do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and then I didn't hate the food.
2: I freaking love food. Actually, yeah. let's just make a statement out there. Yeah. Billy's Long Bar has probably one of the best bar food in Albuquerque.
0: I've said that on this show. I was like, man, I, I, I believe yeah. it. Yeah, it was good. I mean, the co- it was like a really weird mix of like bro dudes, MMA. <laughs> like this is 07. The affliction shirt wearing guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh God. Not the affliction. I have a, I have a, I have a funny story about that place. So they had the patio, right? Some dude goes out, gets in his truck, backs it up, hits the patio. I love that. <laughs> drives forward. Leans out the window, throws up all over the door of his oh, truck. Oh, beautiful. So the bouncers go out there and they help him repark. park
2: <laughs>
0: They get him out of his truck. They check the building. The building's kind of scratched a little bit. It's fine. Help him get a cab home. Then come and clean off the truck. And uh-huh. someone's like, someone's like, why did they clean the truck off? I was like, because that's called evidence that they overserved him and let him get in a car.
2: Facts, <laughs> yeah. big facts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not just them being considerate. No, it was not. Oh
2: my, God. that's called watching your ass. That guy
0: didn't throw up. Uh, what are you talking about? We got him a cab. And he went. What,
2: what is throw up? Oh my god.
0: Mm. <laughs> and then one night I was in there. I think it was uh, St. Patrick's Day. Packed, packed in there. Absolutely. I turn and look at this guy, and he's got the little cabbie hat on. He's got the, you know, he's traditionally an Irish-looking guy. And he's like standing there and he's like got that look on his face. And he kind of like does that little head weave back and forth. And I tell my friend over here, I was like, that dude right there is about to throw up. Um, and he did. No. And nobody saw it but me. So I had to go over and tell the, the wait staff, I was like, that guy just puked on the floor over there.
2: Oh. No one saw it. No. Like nobody saw it
0: but me. It was pretty funny. Hey,
2: honestly, for yeah. only one person to see, that's. Pretty, that's pretty shifty good and for it, him
0: and it's yeah it's you know those, that place is always pretty i mean on you know days like that that's <laughs> packed it's
2: it's definitely um an environment that everyone enjoys yeah. that i was, still love it
0: that was one of those places where you went in and you're like just chilling and all of a sudden like the jagermeister team would come in or the or the fireball uh or the camel or fireball people. yeah and then they're like if you uh, order a shot of Fireball, we'll give you uh, the sock hat. And you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know? you're like, Three Fireballs, please. <laughs> Three Fireballs for me and my friends. <laughs> yeah. Billy's Long Bar. Nice.
2: It was wild. It was... Um, honestly, it was fucking scary. The women back there, um, a lot of them are good friends now. But there's a few of them that were definitely just evil. And oh. that's okay. It's all right. I was like... It was in between of like, do I quit now mm-hmm. and go for a different job? Or do I continue? And I continued. And honestly. Interesting. I'm not mad at it.
0: No? I'm not mad I mean, at you it. weren't making anything like crazy there. You're probably making, well, well. Like, you're going to make like a uh, liquid marijuana.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. It was like con- Sex considering on the beach. now where I'm at. It definitely yeah. is way easier than yeah anything,
0: obviously. but I mean, I'm not downplaying it. I'm just saying like. Oh, my God. Like, Long on iced teas. It's just one of like those that. places where people don't order fucking. Any- well, I mean, they probably do now. Yeah. It's a yeah.
2: No, it was more so of when you're learning a brand new skill and mm-hmm. there is people yelling at you and you don't know how to split a goddamn check. And they're just like, you are fucking trash. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I
0: don't know what I'm, I'm doing. i glad to use that word skill. i <laughs> glad that word skill. That's going to come in to play in this conversation today. Absolutely. All the vocabs. So then Billy's Long Bar. Wow. So what made you like, the, you know, we we're like, well, I need to move on.
2: Honestly, management. Yeah. What a topic. It was very toxic management. It was like a heaping story yeah. of a grown man who enjoyed kind of getting off into being a dick to younger uh, women. Oh, yeah. It was kind of that style. And honestly, um not hating on anyone who works there now, but it, it continues to be that style. It's very misogynistic, but oh. you know, um, it happens. It's going to keep happening. Honestly, I, I
0: think that's an ongoing thing. Probably oh, a theme of all this. Yeah. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I it's all saying, right.
0: Like, uh, yeah. Like geckos.
2: Mm, yeah. What a topic! Another one.
1: <laughs> oh man! Oh, the, the entire reason I owned the bar was just to spite Wally.
2: Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a topic.
0: Yeah, yeah. He had a plate. You know that plate? What's it called now? um fantang or
1: i think so Fantang. yeah Tang. It's that was a, his
0: bar his bar was right there
1: yeah we could like see each other from across the parking lot carlos all. on the hill this is only here because we hate you you're just like you're across the window just be like yeah oh yeah <laughs> from across the street it was a, it was a glass yeah. bar you could just do that
2: uh, i fucking love that honestly fantang it oh my god
1: that only existed and we painted it purple just to <laughs> piss off wally i
2: love that honestly That's congratulations
0: um spite bar spite bar (laughs) welcome to the spite show by the way i'm all about we consider ourselves a a spite podcast here where we uh but i but i feel like it's warranted i mean there's you know there's reasons Mm. and that's why you know she made so the reason why you know this all came about you made a post on instagram Mm -hmm. on social media yes sir there's a place that is not gonna like us after today that you they i mean i think they're very aware that they're not liked right now very aware Hotel Zaz, right? Mm -hmm. The Z Lounge?
2: Yeah, so it's. More so Hotel Zazz, and oh. I work for Z Lounge. And they are, um, mm-hmm. just to kind of clear up any facts, they are two separate businesses really? completely. I did not know this. Yeah, so um, Hotel Zazz would lease out their liquor license. Ah. And then Z Lounge, um, my previous boss, mm-hmm. he um, essentially owned Z Lounge and had the liquor license.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not one establishment.
2: It's not one establishment, realistically. No. We uh, collectively worked under one roof, so, and it was atrocious. So for
0: people who don't know. There's uh, the central Central Avenue in Albuquerque's the historic Route, Route 66. 66. Mm-hmm. In the last like I don't know eight years, there's been this push to take all these old old motels on Route 66 and refurbish them and kind of turn them into these Instagram hubs, if you will. That's a good way to put it, actually. And they're trying to pull influencers and. It's just like a. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a fan of it. You're I, so right. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. And I'm <laughs> because I'm not. And and I'm. I'm a fan of them refurbishing the places. And like I think. I think Elvado. I think they did a pretty great job with it. They killed it. Do you think they killed it? Oh, you think they did a good job. They
2: did a good job. They did a good job.
0: I feel like they. Did, like, but they. Here's here's why I say they did a good job. They went. They they kind of tore everything down to as bare bones as they could, mm-hmm. and then they rebuilt it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They didn't just. They didn't do this thing where like you know you rent a, a a house, and the landlord had just came in and just painted over everything as quickly as he could,
2: white everything, <laughs>
0: <laughs> to make it just to make it look like nice from from a distance.
2: Landlord special man. Come the landlord on.
0: special. <laughs> I'm not saying Hotel Zaz did that, <laughs> but. <laughs> I did say, oh, it looks nice. And then I got up close to it and went, ah.
2: I see what they did there. They didn't
0: really just fix anything. They just painted it. That's a new color. That's a new it's colors. Pretty- colors. Plural. Colors. Very that's colorful.
1: True. That's and, true. I noticed every time I walked by them all, what happened to this place?
0: And then, the, then they hired the quote unquote influencer people, folks, and they came in and peace signed in front of things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kick their hat out and all of a sudden it's a place to be right absolutely am i wrong on this i mean
2: i see no lies here
0: i don't i don't care for all that <laughs> and the ones like if it i don't like it because who are these people that that, that are experts you know what i mean
2: uh it's i don't know people with money let's yes, be honest it's that's people what it with is money
0: it's well-to-do white people with money. Mm. I said it. <laughs> you know? No, no, yeah. I don't know. And they go stay, like if ah, anytime I go to a place now and they have that fake green grass wall or green bush wall with the fluorescent, like peace and love or whatever in the fucking wall or the photo op wall, the photo op wall.
2: I don't, what talking about.
0: I don't want, I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> like I don't, Just, I'll move on to a different restaurant okay. that does not have this here. So you said it at the beginning. You said, you said like, uh, well, it depends on whatever, wherever I'm at. And, you know, it, it's all derived from my culture and then, like, living here. I feel like this stuff, like, shits on our culture.
2: Mm.
0: Like, I've lived in New Mexico my whole life. I know no other place. But, like, nowhere in New Mexico do I know of that is, like, fluorescent, like, fucking red and blue and, and white. And has a green grass wall with uh, love and love and, you know peace, and chicken grease, or whatever the fuck they put on there, right?
2: Love peace and chicken grease. Whatever, yeah. That. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's gonna be my next place And sign.
0: <laughs> and and it just feels and it's so we did it. We did we did a, a thing on this show because there's a place down here on Eighth Street on the corner. Mm-hmm. It used to be another business. Used to be an Italian restaurant. Okay. And I went in there and I was like, "This is to take pictures in <laughs> like." It's a place to take pictures in. Absolutely. And then they brought out the food, and I was like, "Wow, the food looks amazing!" And it did not taste good. It, it didn't was taste like good. literally to look good. Yep. So you could take pictures and put it on your Instagram.
2: One hundred percent. And
0: it's like, ah, uh, these are not going to last here. Yeah. I hope. I hope they don't.
2: There's a lot of people, and that's a whole t- actual topic, which is awesome that you bring it up. Is. Mm-hmm is this place instagramable because yeah. if it's not then usually it mm. won't it won't pop off no you know what i mean um a bunch of mom pop places small hole in the walls yeah. you know they don't thrive because it's not instagramable it's not social media present allowed yeah. and honestly that is a whole topic because even yeah. the small hole in the walls have shitty plastic plates flies going around everywhere but it's the damnest best food, you'll best ever food you'll have. have.
0: i always tell someone that doesn't live here i say if you find a Mexican food restaurant and it used to be a house, mm. you're going to want to eat there. Mm. <laughs> like, that's almost a <laughs> given, right? If you hear people screaming in the background, the food's going to be bomb. Well, I'll tell you this. Like, it's got to the point now where if you're from New Mexico and you know good places, you don't Yeah, you don't post even tell them about about it. you don't. Like, I moved you in. You just bring people there. Yeah. And then you tell them, watch what you tell about this place. Mm. Because, like, I moved into... Here's the crazy one. I lived in Albuquerque. Like, I got this fruit from that. You don't need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in Albuquerque 15 years in, until I bought this house. Mm-hmm. And there's a restaurant in this neighborhood that I had never heard of until I moved over into this neighborhood. And, like, Obama had been there. And, like, anytime you go, it is packed to the gills. I love And, delicious. and I, won't, I, love I won't say it on the air. Hey, don't worry. And my girlfriend gets mad. She's like, do not talk about this place on your show. <laughs>
2: Honestly, gatekeeping allowed.
0: Gatekeeping is allowed, yeah. And then uh, I saw you the other night. Downstairs. By the El Rey.
2: Oh, and Founders. Yep. Oh, yeah. was to say
0: <laughs> no, Oops. No, no, it's fine. But see, I feel like that place is kind of like one of the ones that like has spawned a lot of, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, copiers. Mm-hmm. But they do it. I feel like they do it right.
2: They'd be doing the damn thing always. Yeah. Always been a good supporter of founders. We love well, them.
0: And, and here's what we're going to get into. D- they do do it right though.
1: They, they do. They're they they are mean to you <laughs> right off the bat.
0: Right off the bat.
1: <laughs> and that's what I want from a speakeasy. Yeah. They're like, listen, if you if you if you take a shit in that bathroom, we will not let you back in. You're here. banned for life. <laughs>
2: you know how many shits like, I've taken in there. <laughs> I'm all like, oh no,
1: oh. oh okay, cool, cool. I like this place. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: safe shits are allowed
0: oh man well there is a there is a hidden bathroom upstairs
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, Shit, it <laughs> over, yeah <laughs> it's like across the street on the sidewalk
0: <laughs> nope see that's how hidden it is you didn't know it was there and it's oh, right no. you've seen it every time you've walked in there you probably walked by it every uh, you have if you've gone there
2: honestly thanks for not gatekeeping that
0: yeah but uh and that's the one you're like hey i have to go to the bathroom upstairs. So like okay very good <laughs> yeah. okay i love that but um I love that place because here's, here's, how you know the, here's how you know it's a good place to work. Mm-hmm. They've kept the same people forever. Mm-hmm. You know? Be- like, Josh finally left because he would want to go back to school. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they had the same people that they opened the door with mm-hmm. all the way through to almost now. Mm-hmm. Very rare people have left. And that tells you something. It does, honestly. That means they get taken care of. You know? And I I was talking to one of them. They they do, mm-hmm. you know. I've, and I've gone to their Christmas party, and <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty wild.
2: There's some fun shit that happens there yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure.
0: And that's the thing. Like you go to like another place, you never see turnovers anodyne.
2: Mm-hmm. Never. Yep.
0: <laughs> some of those people have been there since I've lived in Albuquerque.
2: I know. And I'm like, was...
0: and and I'm like, how do you still live work here? And they're like, oh, I make. This amount of money in, like, three days.
2: And it's like, easy. <laughs> it's simple. Get in, get out.
0: Yeah. And they're like, like it's, it's easy. I, I take a bottle of whiskey, pour it three quarters into a glass, and then spray a little Sprite in it. And then here you go.
2: And then you keep people coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, other than that, there's, you know, not... I mean, there's other places, I'm sure, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, what happened at, at uh, Z Bar? Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Y- you tell us.
2: Oh, man. What a topic. So... Before we get started on my okay, story, this sure. is not me speaking upon my team at all. This is just mine personally. Um, and I'm not here to talk ill will at all with Hotel Zaz or Z Lounge. But, yeah. you know, my story is my story overall. So my previous boss, I truly don't have any ill intent to talk negative with him. It's not that he was a bad person. He wasn't evil. He just really... Wasn't fully there. He wasn't committed. He's Mm. never, he was, he's a rich, rich man Mm
0: -hmm.
2: who just thought that he can open a bar and it makes profit right away.
0: Oh my God. I've worked for that. I've I've been in that. I've been in a situation Mm. where I worked at a restaurant. My Mm -hmm. first job, my first non, I was a group of farmer kid. So working on the farm was, you know, first job. Second job was working at a Tasty Freeze.
1: This couple.
0: This couple owned it. And had owned it and operated it for like thirty years or whatever, and sold it to a rich guy who wanted to get in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. And it, that building, the building's no longer there. Yeah. The business no longer there. It's all—it's fucking insane how
2: it, it yeah. happens. It yeah. happens all the time. It's people with it, yeah. money who think that they can do a couple of Google research and they think they know everything. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, he did what he had to do in the predicament that he was in. Whereas he hired young kids who are broke who know what they're doing and who are passionate absolutely Mm -hmm. like it was a passion project for sure where my business partner and i who i will not disclose his name but um we did it because we wanted to create an environment that made sense for the next generation of bartenders next generation of people who want to be in like the food and beverage industry which is incredibly important and you know after a while when things weren't obviously going his way or not going how he expected, he started to micromanage. And, oh. you know, it happens. I don't blame him. It is his business. It was, It is his money. He was doing everything on his own personally. No partners, no loans. It was out of his own pocket. So I definitely give him a lot of credit for what he tried to do. And definitely want to say, like, you know, I always appreciate the position he put me in. He put a lot of trust into me. And I okay. want to make sure that, I did a great job because it's my name and my personal face and my figure who I am in this industry um, for a real shit pay. Let's be honest. Yeah. It always is. Always. And um, after a while, it kind of was like a he didn't take it seriously. And I think that's what kind of drove us insane was he did not take any of this seriously. Um, when accidents would happen, you know, there was a time where he wanted to just cold fire X amount of people. I'm like, you don't do that to no. people. Allow them to learn from the mistakes if they if they fuck up again. Absolutely. But, you know, be a better person by allowing mistakes to happen, because we are all human beings, especially with young new bartenders or new food and beverage industry employees. They're going to fuck up, but it's up to you to decide what you want to do with that is you can completely make them cold hearted and they're going to go off and do more shitty things or you teach them what is the best way we can do so you can keep your job, but also learn a very important trait.
0: I mean, there, there, there is a time when you, you have to cut someone loose.
2: Absolutely.
0: You know, it's one of those in it, but it's obvious. It's very obvious. It's very obvious now there, but if you're firing some, you know, yeah, it's obvious. Mm -hmm. You go ahead.
2: No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, What I believe in, is just like, if you can allow someone to show that they are sorry that they are worth staying, keeping around and everything, you know, allow them to prove themselves. I've been in so many positions where I truly fucked up and, you know, not a lot of people gave me chances, but look where I am today. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't try to fix it. Right. Um, and it, I think it's important for leaders in our industry to understand that people will fuck up. They're going to fuck up many times. And I think that's the biggest part of growth is having someone mentally ready to teach you the way. Of how to be better as a human, but also in this industry, if they want to keep this shit as a career. Um, I don't understand why we want to keep this crap as a career, but, um, it's, it is good money.
1: Yeah. I have and, very fond memories of waiting tables. Yeah,
2: that's why I love this shit and I hate that I love it. But, you know, to be someone better is something that a lot of people lack, yeah. honestly. And it's kind of depressing as shit, especially in Albuquerque. But yeah, after a while, um, my boss, I definitely, told him into his face after multitudes of we have weekly meetings and i am like yo we need to do this we need to do that uh, and it was just kind of brushed off to the side when I told him hey um, I honestly felt very disrespected that you do not have our backs ever that the hotel keeps talking all this mm-hmm. crap and we're always in the wrong yet you give us very little credit very little benefits anything like that and it's just brush it under the table brush it under the carpet you know it's fine get over it you'll get over it We'll, we'll work it out. I'm like, there's not, there's never a we'll work it Mm -hmm. out. It's, I will work it out and I'm going to just continue to plummet my mental health. And that's what happened. And after a while, my staff was like, just so sick of it. And I can feel it. You can feel Mm -hmm. their aura. Like, I fucking hate this job. I hate walking in in. and body language. It is. And I know that they told me straight up that they were sticking it out because of me, because of everything that I've put in the effort Mm -hmm. to keep them around, to make sure they stay paid that they have a healthy work environment, but it was out of my control after a while that why would they stay? Was it just for money? No, they, they stayed because they cared too they gave two fucks about me because they know how much effort and heart I put into it. After a while, they're like, no, he, we can't do this anymore. And that's when I knew it was, there's no going back. There's no fixing anything. And that's, is, that's what happened. That's the whole truth of it is the team got so sick of that location and it wasn't management. It wasn't at least personally myself and my business partner. Mm -hmm. It was the higher ups. And then the partners who was with my previous boss,
0: they were so fucking sick of them. Well, and when you work with people who like, that's a hard (laughs) thing to do too. Cause like when you're skilled Mm. and you know how everything's supposed to work and you have someone that is now, above you in the hierarchy mm-hmm. and they don't know shit. Mm. It's a tough tough way to work. Absolutely. And especially if they are not open to listening mm-hmm. and they're they have the attitude of, "Well, I'm the I'm the money person, so you need to listen and you need to do what I say." 100%. Then that really doesn't work that often and usually it ends up being a situation like what happened. Absolutely. And Needs to happen. I mean, it's it, it's a learning experience two different ways. It's like you know, you guys were like, "Well, we learned that we need to get the hell out of this environment."
2: Absolutely. And then those
0: people are like, "Wow, we created an environment where a bunch of a, a whole bunch of people, the whole the whole staff quit. The
2: whole staff. The whole watched.
0: fucking staff quit. Like, wow.
2: Yeah, it yeah. was um, definitely an amount. Imman- oh, sorry, it was yeah. a collective decision. Um, I bet it
1: would have to be. It would know? have to be because yeah.
2: it was. Without them, like, I couldn't do it by myself. You know what I mean? No. It it was them. It was their bar. And, you know, <laughs> it, just, it is what I've it is. I've only been
1: in one walkout, but, yeah, that's...
2: It was hard. It really was. And it, it blows my mind because these kids, they literally... They learned how to bartend. So, the Z Lounge team, they learned how to bartend from my business partner and I. And they've been... Many times people have like, "Hey, you should come work for me." Yeah. You know, absolutely. But they're like, "Nah, we're gonna stay here. We're gonna stick it out as a team, and we we did stick it out as a team, and then we walked out as a team, and it was honestly very empowering because I know that they felt that no one is going to listen to them. I've told them many times, um, the hotel and my boss. I'm like, "Hey, like, we got it. We got to do something. This is yeah. nothing is working. The hotel is." constantly on our ass and they're constantly giving my team a really hard time and then all shit really started to fall through um the moment i checked one of the hotel owners mm-hmm. she disrespected two of my staff members will continuously has been disrespecting uh the bar team and i finally got so sick of it because they were like i am so tired of the hotel so I sent a hefty message, and don't get me wrong, I was never perfect at all in most, in a lot of situations, and that's fine. Sure. But you're allowed to be wrong, and you're mm-hmm. allowed to reprimand yourself. You're well, allowed to be like, hey, I fucked up. Sure. Um, but that wasn't the case with the hotel. They mm-hmm. were never wrong. The second you checked them, it was over with. Yeah. Um, events were canceled. That probably could have made us at least $10,000. Jeez. And um, it hurt. It hurt the team. It hurt my boss's pockets and i'm just like you just you fucked with their financial stability this week mm-hmm. how does that feel yeah. they don't care they don't care it and not and affect them no absolutely not and it it truly broke my heart because people with money they don't think about poor people's finances ever no, no. ever and i'm like how dare
0: you unless they were poor yeah
2: <laughs> and then they know <laughs> i
0: was yeah never were no
2: both of those um, uh, yeah. and it it is what it is and it, it really sucked and i was yeah. like you know what Cool. And then she was just super petty about not wanting to talk to me. I'm like, hey, you know that we can talk this out and we can work through it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be friends. But just refused no. to talk to me. Ignored my messages. I'm like, you literally have zero conflict. Um, What is it called?
0: Con- conflict resolution.
2: Conflict resolution yeah. skills. And I'm like, dude, put your ego away. And mm-hmm. it never did. It just it continued and it got worse. Yeah. And then she's just started attacking many more of my other staff members in a very unprofessional manner.
0: Wow. And I'm like, I
2: am so tired of it. And that's when I knew I'm like, yeah, I can't keep holding on anymore. No, I tried.
0: Well, so I am. I am a owner of a business now. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm a quarter owner and, and we started a wrestling federation.
2: Congratulations. Last night
0: was our second show. That Ooh-hoo. was amazing. But I'll tell you this, like, you know, we have the, the wrestlers will come and, you know, they'll, th- there's a big thing with them to like, uh, if, if you're training to become a wrestler, mm-hmm. then you got to come and set up the ring. Got it. Now, setting up the ring is very, very tough. It's heavy. I believe it. It's a lot of hard work. Now, uh, I went the first show and I helped them set the ring up. Today, I was there breaking down the ring. And, you know, people are like, well, why are you doing this? Well, just just because I'm the owner doesn't mean I should stand over there and watch you do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lift it. I'm going to, you know. Yeah. And it's, you know, number one, I'm not a wrestler. I've never been a wrestler, I know a lot about wrestling mm-hmm. I've watched it my whole life, but number one I, I you know i if they're gonna do good you know if I want these guys the the product the people in the ring to do good work, I want them to be like, well I work for one of these people and and you know he was there with us putting the ring together Absolutely. he was there with this like you know he saw how it works he saw how you know and, and I'm behind the scenes duh, 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 duh. and like the thing with with uh Especially the the, the problem with this upper class of people is they look at the the service industry, especially restaurant workers. They look at it as unskilled labor, and that is absolutely false. Mm. And (laughs) craft cocktails, the word is craft. The people who make craft cocktails are very skilled Mm -hmm. artisans. Not some people you can just train. Not everyone can do it. Yep. And it's for definite, sure. Um, I mean, you know. A a person could go learn how to make a few drinks.
2: Absolutely.
0: uh, Pour a beer, you know, hopefully. Yeah, you never know. I've seen so many people mess that up. But I mean, (laughs) but in this day and age, the kind of drinks that people are are making and the kind of like service people are wanting, Mm -hmm. it takes a very skilled labor force to do that. Absolutely. And guess what? If you fucking treat them like shit. They'll walk right out the door into someone else's door that will pay them more, treat them better, and that's how it goes.
2: It's how it goes. Because
0: that's, that's, that's how the society is right now. Mm-hmm. Finding people – because first of all, training a person to work costs a lot of money.
2: A lot of money. costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm.
0: And when you train someone and you put all that time and money into it and then treat them like garbage and they walk out the door – You've just trained them for somebody else.
2: Yeah, yeah that's you know probably I mean? the best thing I've heard. Actually,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, you've just trained that person for somebody else, mm-hmm. and they also and also, you, you've you've trained them what they will not stand anymore.
2: One hundred percent.
0: And and True Consequences Podcast says recruiting is expensive too. It absolutely. Oh yeah, it is. But uh, I guarantee those guys at Founders. Many people have walked in and said, hey, you should come work for me. Guaranteed.
2: Absolutely.
0: People have walked in when you're bartending and said, hey, you should come and work for me.
2: Absolutely.
0: And it's constantly happening. hmm And treat your people like shit. They'll be gone.
2: Absolutely. And you know? it's it's literally what happened. Yeah. It is. Oh,
0: God. And every one of you, you guys will, will easily find a job if you haven't already. hmm You know? Because people are going to be like, you know. Hey, you already know how to make a, a fucking uh, um, old fashioned. Sick, yeah. come here, come and get in here. Like
2: easy, cool. You easy, can do the cool. basics.
0: Yeah, and because that is the basics, right? It, old fa- yeah, that, it should be. See, old fashioned used to be like a, you know top tier drink. Now that's the that's the baseline. That's the baseline.
2: If you don't know how to make an old fashioned, get the hell out.
0: Right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> can I have a
1: can I have a beer? Oh yeah, sure thing. But um, well, you know, I judge I judge every place just by how it makes its Manhattan. And so, like, that didn't even used to be a thing. No. It'd be, like, amazing if I could go to a place and I'm like, oh, wow, you refrigerate yeah. your vermouth?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's still a topic, actually. Yeah. It blows my mind. And, but-
0: and now you go to places and they're like, you go, well, first of all, oh, can I have a beer? You'll go to a place and, like, I know I know, you guys hate this, but people will walk up and they're all, I don't know what I want. What, what should I get? And it, people expect you to make a drink for them. Yep. That's fucking insane.
2: It drives me nuts. But it is is—it is yeah. a real question. I don't. Yeah. I never hate the customers when they do it. When you're busy as shit, absolutely. Come oh, on, yeah, man. Like, man. Like, read the room. But if you're chilling, I'm like, all right. Well, you, you teach the staff mm-hmm. to ask these questions. And yeah. this is what hospitality is. It's about yep. giving your shit. And that's how people make more money. And it's kind of like. There's a lot of places nowadays. They're all about volume, which is fine, but yeah. it's hard. It's truly hard to do craft volume. Right. Um. It's disgusting, honestly. It shouldn't be a thing, but it is a thing. And when you when you teach staff members how to diligently w- walk through certain conversations, that being one of them, if you have the time for it, then you say, you know what. I can't tell you what you want, but let me try to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you normally drink? What well, kind
0: of yeah, what kind of liquor do you like?
2: Yeah. Half the time, it's not liquor. I try to stir people away because they're so caught up with, I only drink agave, which is fine. If that's Weird. you, yeah. that's fine. That's okay. But there's people like, I like bourbon. I'm like,
0: okay. You, you have that person. It's all, I only drink top shelf, crown royal. And you're like, Ugh. You're like, yikes!
2: Okay, here, buddy.
0: You, you, you get that though?
2: Absolutely. Crown
0: roll. I only drink the best.
2: And that's fine. That's fine. But mm. I think the biggest one is teaching staff members how to walk through these conversations. Yeah. Like, well, what do you
0: like? Also, you teach customers what they like.
2: That is true. You know that's what, I mean? what Lounge was about, and I applaud my business partner. He truly forced people to step out of their palate zone, if what they're used to, which is really cool. Because um, we didn't put any spirits on mm. there. We didn't. Like the princess was made out of, I'm sorry. The princess was my, um, my baby cocktail that was on the menu. That was definitely the top seller. Um, that was a vegan tropical milk punch and, um, it was made with tequila. Oh, some people like, I can't have tequila. It makes me crazy. And then they drink it and they're like, well, what the fuck is this? I was like, it's tequila. They're like, no fucking way, man. I'll drink
0: this and go get crazy in the parking lot. And I was
2: like, just drink more, man. It goes down like juice, but the ABV is low as shit. Let's be honest. I'm not going to say anyone, but you know, yeah, but You know, it takes time. And I think I want to circle back to what you said that training brand new staff members Mm -hmm. is the hardest thing in the world, even when they are literally brand new bartenders who's never made a drink in their life. Right. A lot of these folks out here, um, a lot of these leaders in this industry, they do not know how to train a brand new bartender a brand new staff member they it's, only strive off of bringing someone who already has a history right which is great too
0: where do they come from
2: but if you are able to teach a brand new bartender a skill set that a lot of people cannot get that's fucking amazing on you man right and i kind of take pride into that because i used to be a volleyball coach when i was younger and oh okay yeah so coaching and understanding that people don't learn one way is the. Biggest thing in this industry. Cause there are so many leaders who are like my way or the highway. I'm like, nah dog, your way oh, is trash.
0: I, I know certain people that you may be talking about, but I know there's certain people that are like, there's only one way to make it. And it's the right way. And that's my way, my way.
2: Absolutely. I'm like, yeah. no, absolutely not. I learn every day. There's staff members who teach me something. I'm like, I yeah. would have never thought about that. Hell yeah. Yeah. And dude, the Eagles are so high right now. I'm like, no, oh. there's more than one way to teach someone and more than one way to learn something. And yeah. the biggest thing in the world not every palate is wrong, for fuck's sake. Let's no. be honest. Yeah, every palate is right.
0: Yeah, people like different things.
2: Yeah, you like what you like, yeah. and that's fine. Except for Four Locos. Let's not bring that up. I
0: was about to say Four <laughs> Loco. I was like, I have, what about Four Loco gold? He's like, I drink a
2: couple of sips in the morning, and I really get oh, get going.
0: Speaking of which. what What's going on here? We have a tradition on the show, and it depends on if you've done it before or not okay have you ever had malort before
2: absolutely At least do oh, this.
0: well then you're good you want to do some
2: i actually took a picture of that that's fucking epic oh isn't that great Did you see grab. my
0: tattoo
2: oh god <laughs> <laughs> you're such a slut for
0: that. oh yeah man i'm a big time <laughs> malort guy but um you know it's a tough thing because like if only every business owner like they're like well i want to protect my business and it's like well okay well, then what's, what's your product? Your product is the liquor we sell. It. And I'm like, it's not. It's not. It's the people who work for you. Yeah, it it's the is. people who you work. You know what? Bounders uh, can be like, you know, I've I walked in the first day and I was like, oh, cool. I like the way this place looks. Didn't care about the look of it after that. I go back to it because... I like the people who work there, service and I like the drinks that they make. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, well, you should go check out this place. It looks like this and that, 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 that. Mm-hmm. And I go there and then like, I see that their drinks are like poured out of a tap and I'm like, that's weird. No, I don't care for that. And <laughs> he made a face, you know where I'm talking about. And uh, I find myself back at the same place because mm-hmm. uh, I want to go sit at the bar and I want to talk to those guys about, why they hate the Beach Boys and uh, <laughs> you know and uh, and and they make they'll make a drink and they'll say here try this yep and I'll be like whoa what the fuck is that and they'll be like it's peanut butter whiskey that we made and this and this and then and I'm like oh man I didn't think I'd like that but I do you're like I hate that I like and, and, and 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 I find myself going back and I go you know I can go by, like half the time I go in, in the founders and I drink a Montucky cold snack what'd you call me <laughs> Mont- <laughs> <the> <laughs> Montucky cold snack. That's-
2: that's amazing.
0: And uh, do you see the the, the pegacorn on it That's for Pride?
2: Super cute. I was actually yeah. no idea what you're drinking, but that oh, marketing.
0: You sh- need to have one.
2: I'll try my best. Seltzers, Whew. I gotta take it easy.
0: Oh, well, these are beer. <laughs> That's a beer. It's an actual beer. Okay, it's the we'll most try it. most ethic ethical brewery in the United States.
2: Honestly, I can go. I can get down with that. Yeah. I can get down with it's, that.
0: it. And everybody's like, people like, I, I bought that Montucky that you always talk about, and they're like, you know, it wasn't the best beer I've ever had. I said, I, and I was like, I never said that. I said, it's easy. And they're like, I said, what did it taste like? They're like, it didn't taste like anything. I was like, exactly. There you go. It's the, it doesn't have a bite to it. It's not disgusting. It's like. It's drinkable. Drinkable cold beer. Yeah. You know?
2: Yep.
0: And they came know, into that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like sometimes you just want to go to a place. Like, I, I love to go to Founders and like, and, and you know, it's 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 a speakeasy. It's, it's, it can be fancy. Yeah, absolutely. But I love when people come in and they try to make it fancy. And then I'll be like, can I get a 40 of a. Uh, of Miller High Life in a, in a... And they'll go, yeah. And they'll go get it. They'll and, go get it. And Absolutely. I've drank a, Miller, a 40 of Miller High Life down there. Absolutely. We, did, we used to do flights. Like when the... Uh, what is that? Uh, Natty Light brought out those oh, seltzers. my God. Dude. They had the seltzers. Do you ever have them? Uh,
2: no, but, but it sounds beautiful. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of scared.
0: So the, their seltzers were, were really good. Mm-hmm. And so we would, do it, we, we would do the flight. We would get one of each. And they would pour them in like the champagne glasses and we'd have a flight of them and people would be like, Oh, what are you guys doing? I'm like, Oh, we're doing a flight of natty light seltzers. And they're like, what it's not like <laughs> like, fun. And, and they're like, and, and they're like whole like level of class went down a little bit. And I'm like, we're here having fun. You know, we're enjoying it.
2: Honestly, it doesn't matter. The location can still be, yeah, s- run down but still have like the best cocktails?
0: Absolutely. You
2: know I mean? One hundred percent. It's about the staff. It's about the service and the experience you get.
0: Yeah. That's You're, how I
2: feel about Bar Uno.
0: Do you ever I go to love bar Oh fucking Steve dude. Fucking Steve. Every time I walk <laughs> every, every time I walk in the door, Steve this is goes for you, Steve. Steve goes, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> do you know what he did the other day?
2: What didn't he do the other day? So this question. guy
0: came in and was like finally a, a nice little hole in the wall bar. I've been here all week and I couldn't find one. And he's like, oh, okay. What are you doing here? And he goes, oh, I'm from California. I'm buying up a bunch of real estate so Ugh. we can uh, redevelop it and uh, turn it into Airbnbs. And Steve, and Steve goes, get the fuck out of my bar. <laughs> and the guy goes, what? And he goes, I'm serious. He goes, you people are ruining our, our town. Get the fuck out of my bar. You're not welcome here.
1: Oh, And yes, kicked him
0: out.
2: Steve. We love, love Steve. him. That dude's fucking hilarious. And he's
0: crazy. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And that bar makes a grip of money.
2: They do. They do. You know?
0: And it's like, for people that don't understand, Bar Uno is like, when you say hole in the wall, it is like, can barely fit like
2: mm-hmm.
0: 30 people, yeah. 40 people.
2: I want to say less than that. Man.
0: And then someone's always got a big dog in there. So it's like 30 people and a big dog.
2: Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, His name is Neb, Not Nebula, but Nebula. Yeah. That, well, that big seen, ass dog.
0: I've seen multiple different ones. Oh, shit. There's always like some, there's just, it's just a place where there's always one.
2: Salud. Salud. Salad. Right. Oof. Here we go.
0: Malort. Oh yeah.
2: Beautifully bitter. God damn it.
0: Hell yeah. Why do I always smell it first? Why? I don't, well, I don't know.
2: Well, honestly, you know it's what a tr- good trait?
0: You know what trumps malort? Uh, that little bottle that's next to it. Do you see it up there on top of it? No, we're not touching that. I don't want to touch that. I'm no,
2: gonna
0: throw up. Do you see it? That little thing. What the fuck is that? It is a soda. Do not open it. No. It is a soda made from the, what is that plant, that fruit? Duran? Duran. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. So we got that. And for our our co-host Billy's last show, crack it open. And it is not, like, you know, you can hype a lot of things up and say it's bad. There is no hyping that. (laughs) It is fucking awful. Now, it tastes good. I hate that. But the problem with it is it smells <coughs> so bad, right? So you so you drink it and there's mm-hmm. the smell. But then as soon as you burp, cuz it's carbonated. Oh my god, it's fucking like almost barfworthy like m- immediately.
1: And it's disturbing to smell something that smells like raw sewage come out of your friend's
0: mouth. You're all mm.
2: Absolutely All not. this
0: is wrong. Yeah.
2: Thank so, God we're not drinking
0: that. Now we're going to do a uh, uh, Malort. Uh, we're going to drop a shot of Malort into a cup of it. <laughs> take <a shot>. <laughs>
2: I would probably puke.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all would. It was but, bad. But um, so if you like, what would you say to like people who own businesses like that? Oh, how man. How would you how would you say they should handle things?
2: <sighs> well, first of all. Stop opening a business that you've never worked in. Truly, correct. Like, if you've never understood a busser's job or a janitor's job, like, right. do not go into this industry without actually working in it. Right. Like, it, I'm so sick of this conversation. Like, not that you personally, but mm-hmm. like, they're like, "What do you suggest I do?" I'm like, "Uh, don't do it.
0: Just right. don't." Like, <laughs> I well, don't get it. And like, I've seen that where people buy a business mm-hmm. and they start at the bottom in the business, and that's great. And they like work every job mm-hmm. in that place and partially to understand what everybody's going through, but also someone calls in, they can do it. Boom. They can pop right in and do it. Absolutely. And the, there's no shame in that.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. You know,
0: a lot of people. Okay. And I know there's people who are going to like say something about what I'm about to say. Joe Anderson. Do you know who Joe Anderson is?
2: Sounds familiar, but for some reason it's. Sunshine really...
0: Theater. Moonlight oh, uh... Lounge. Bar Uno. Launch pad, yes, inside out. There you go, El Ray. I guarantee you you've seen Joe Joe Anderson and you probably didn't know it, probably because like he doesn't he'll be look, outside like picking up like he'll work, be, tr- he'll be br- like <laughs> cigarettes. He's, He's like, I one day went and picked up my car and whenever poop, lo- I've seen yeah, low spirits, whenever he used to own that, uh-huh. I went to pick up my car the next morning. He was out there pulling the weeds. Good for him. I've seen him in Launchpad more than one occasion, mopping the floor, excellent. And- People are like, well, that's because he doesn't want to pay someone to do it. I'm like, yeah, because it's fucking uh, when you buy own a business, if you have to bring someone in to pay them for everything, you don't make any money.
2: You don't make money.
0: And so, I mean, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, truly margins are razor thin.
2: Absolutely. That's honestly a good point. Thank you for putting that out. Mm-hmm. I think nowadays there's anyone who's rich. They don't want to do that legwork. No. Absolutely not. Okay. They just think like, oh, I'll. Exactly what happened with Z Lounge. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to hire some kids who are going to not get paid that much and they're going to do everything. I'll
0: I'll throw a kid 20 bucks and he'll clean all the weeds.
2: Literally. That's that's what the fuck we did. So, you know, honestly, I think the next one is just like the most basic human actions. Be fucking nice. Mm -hmm. Be aware. Listen to people. Yeah. But also just like learning to be coachable as well. I think that's probably the hardest thing that everyone, honestly, can get better at. Yeah. Myself as well. Um, you are not perfect. No matter how rich you are, no matter how great you are, no matter how many articles you have about yourself, is you can always be better and you can always learn a new trait. And a lot of it is learning how to teach people different ways, but also learning to be coachable as well. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. so hard for people to understand that. These kids are broke and they're willing to do almost anything for you to get paid. Yeah. We're a slave to the dollar. Yeah, And, you know, if you learn to be charismatic as an owner or as someone in a leader area, but also just like management, mm-hmm. if you can lead a team knowingly that I'm going to do anything for you, you're going to have that loyalty so right. fucking
0: fast. Well, and working in the service industry... I had to, when I switched over, because I I do like, I'm more into an IT field now, Mm -hmm. more a business one. And I remember one of the hardest, not philosophy, but like, you know, work ethic I had to kick was if I'm sick stay the fuck home Mm -hmm. because the service industry taught me don't call in Mm -hmm. if you call in you're fucking everybody over Mm -hmm. you're a piece of shit you're You're a piece piece of shit shit. (laughs) and and then like i remember going to work and i was sick and my boss was like are you sick and i was like and he's like why are you here Mm -hmm. what is wrong with you are you stupid and he's like you're gonna get everyone sick and i was like well i didn't want to screw everybody over And he's like you're screwing everybody over for being here and it took me a long time Mm -hmm. to like Kicked that, and I still have it in my head. Yeah. Like if I'm not at work, everybody's getting screwed over.
2: You feel guilty. Feel
0: guilty. I've never called in.
1: Yeah. I probably should have a few times.
2: So many fucking times. Or the worst is where it's like, you you call in and they don't believe you. Yes. That fucking sucks. Oh,
0: are you hungover? That bullshit. Like even
2: if you were hungover, man, stay the fuck home. You look like shit. Yeah. Absolutely. But even now, like mental health days. Yeah. People do not believe in that, especially boomers and anyone who is absolutely rich where you're like no no you gotta get in like dude people don't believe in that why why don't they believe in mental health days
0: yeah because it's that because uh okay so i grew up in a farming and ranching Mm. field and like one thing like i remember my grandfather they wanted me to get into this combine and really play some parts and i was like i i can't do it i have claustrophobia no shut up you get in there and it's like, you know, like now I still have trauma from that. Like yep. where I think about that all the time and, to this day and I'm like 48 years old and that was like when I was in my teens, you know, and it's that whole like macho machismo that whole like, you know, me growing up boys don't cry, mm. you know, and then like, but then it's like, you know, it, it they just have that whole like, I don't know, tough, like, yeah, be I mean, tough.
2: You need that, that, that's that why America, that skin.
0: That's why America was great back then. We were tough. We Jesus didn't have this Christ. bullshit. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? I and and, 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 it, and it. it's like, no, the problems we have today is because you refuse to fucking listen and mm-hmm. understand what's wrong with you. Yeah. And that's why you like, you know, have uh, domestic violence problems or, you know, whatever, you know, suicidal Everything. thoughts or, yeah.
2: Everything. It's because
0: we're not paying attention to the things that we, you know, or that the younger generations are looking at and going, oh we know that this isn't right yeah fuck this fuck this
2: absolutely but even the topic of bringing generational curses Mm -hmm. is so unspoken but let's be honest like within the food and beverage industry and honestly almost every industry yeah they're like you need tough skin you need to get over it you need to suck it up those comments are so fucking toxic yeah to the average human being and even if you are tough skin you can be fucking just burning up inside Mm -hmm. and no one will bat an eye because you are sucking it up but you go home to yourself and you're like that fucking sucked yeah i fucking hate myself and i hate everyone around and like
0: these fucking people i hate those people absolutely
2: and that's just so it's it's honestly so traumatizing for people to to this day and you know i was definitely blind to it and then my business partner talked about it he was like no, you don't have to do that. No. You absolutely don't have to suck it up. You can definitely talk about it and express your emotions, express your feelings and work through it. And if someone else doesn't want you it's because they do not know how to deal with themselves mentally. Right. Being a toxic person.
0: Yeah. So the other day my girlfriend and I were at That uh... seems
1: like that seems like a lot better than uh I I one time I just like threw a cup of pee on my manager. <laughs> Because that's just how, (laughs) that's that's how far it had gone to. Mm. I was like, "So you're gonna fire me? Now you get to smell like pee the rest of the shift." You're like, "I'm out." Fuck you, (laughs) fuck you.
2: It's honestly iconic.
1: (laughs) My, uh... it shouldn't shouldn't get to that point. It shouldn't, but it
2: does. People do that. Yeah. The the sign that we put out that my heart was racing. I've never done a walkout before. I've never done something so petty. It literally, I'm like, this could is is that on your Facebook. It, it definitely is, actually.
0: I want to post. I want it to says, to...
2: fuck Hotel Zaz, Z Lounge team walked. Yeah. And I didn't... I really second-guessed myself. I'm like, no, I want to prove a point. And this wasn't a point that I, was praying, I wasn't praying. trying. Oh, no, oh there it there is. is. That it is. Oh, Eyy, she's see. iconic. Uh, and the amount of support that I've gotten from that post is ridiculous. And it's from... So many people within this industry who I would have never thought to see ever on my profile.
0: Yeah, there it is. Fuck hotels as the lounge <laughs> team walked. God. Nice.
2: Um, yeah, that was that's an iconic little photo right there. Yeah. And I'm so happy that we did that because People need to know. People need to know. And it is what it is. And it's it's real. People are like, Is this a joke? I'm like, No, it wasn't a joke. Our no. mental health and our well being, our finances were shit and we walked completely. Yeah. And to this day, I'm pretty sure they're having a pool party right now that I put together. Um, to, who's, know, who's working it? I don't know. I think they hired some third party, whatever. I'm like, you know what?
0: Scabs.
2: At the same time, do what you gotta do yeah. to make it work for you. And this is talking, you know, specifically to my previous boss. I, no matter what, he wasn't an evil person to me. No. So I hope that whatever he does, longevity to him. But to everyone who, Continued to work that event knowingly what they've done to the staff members of Z Lounge. I'm right. like, not shame on you, but fuck, dude. you are aware. Have,
0: have a lot of people reached out about it?
2: A lot, a lot. And I think the crazy thing is, and I'm not going to say any names, but many of the ex Hotel Zaz employees mm-hmm. reached out, and they felt that I was a safe space to talk about mm-hmm. what they went through with Hotel Zaz. So, and I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. because no one deserves that. There's so many people who did not get paid from hotels as after being fired for very silly reasons. And that is the people who they are. And I'm just going to say it. They are the people who hire individuals who literally have little to nothing, who barely speak English and Uh, they can get away with certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucked. It is. And, um, it's fucking sad. It's sad that people literally was banging on, Needing certain checks and they yeah. were shorted almost three hundred dollars kind Jeez, of thing and, and I'm like bucks is, it's a it's lot, a lot of money man and I'm like how dare you and this is like the amount of people that reached out mm-hmm. on Hotel Zaz who they used to work with is more than my mm-hmm. ten fingers alone did and it,
0: that is horrid. Did anybody from Hotel Zaz reach out?
2: Absolutely not. I have everyone what? blocked and that's okay. Oh. Um, that's okay and I prefer I prefer to keep it that way because they're going to try to manipulate me and try sure. to say that. They're going to take me to court, whatever. Go and even if they do, I'm like, you know what? We have a lot of proof. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to say it on air um, right now because you know what? You want to fuck with people who literally have nothing mm-hmm. says a lot about you. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, you know what? We're, we're sick of it. We're sick of dealing with shitty people who constantly lie. And I'm going to just say this. Hotels as they lie a lot. And the fact that they are so... They're so narcissistic that lying is a part of their personality and they truly do not see it. That the story switch up daily is so atrocious. I'm like, I literally just talked to the person who you're talking about and they literally told me that they quit because you try to flip a story on them. And then they went around saying that X, Y, and Z, they're racist. They're this, they're that. I am like, my guy, you're the one who flipped on them. That's why they left. I'm like, you guys are horrible people. I'm sorry, but I've seen it. And I sat there and I accepted it because I wanted to do my job properly for my staff members. That makes me feel like shit. Yeah, That truly makes me feel like shit. That I was sitting there allowing certain actions by hotels as, just to make sure to keep my job and keep my staff paid.
0: Hmm. Wow.
2: I feel atrocious. And that's the truth. Yeah. And I literally have the goosebumps saying it out loud. I kept that within my own circle, within my parents and to be able to say this out loud, Mm. it feels amazing because I am so tired of allowing that crap to happen. It's, it's disgusting.
0: Yeah. And 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 it's more than them. It's a lot. It's a lot of people that, you know,
2: it's a lot of people in this industry, a lot of owners and a lot of managers. Mm. And when are they going to stop? They're not going to stop.
0: Well, I mean, mean? right now, I mean, you'll go to a place and like, you know, they're not open on Monday and Tuesday because they, don't have enough people to staff the place. Yep. And it's like finding people that want to do, want to get yelled at by a customer because they didn't know there was pineapple in something or, mm-hmm. you know, or I don't know. It didn't taste the same as it did last time mm-hmm. or the people are, they're tired of it.
2: They're tired of it, man. We and don't they get were, paid enough.
0: And like the, sh- the, the shutdown and the pandemic showed a lot of people, Hey, I can go out and find a different job. Yeah. yeah, I can learn a different thing to do, mm-hmm. and the one industry that has suffered the most from it is the service industry. It's, you know, I have a Sonic over here. They the, you can't use the bays because they don't have enough people. Absolutely, and constantly, it's like they're constantly out of everything. Everything, and it's like yeah, that's so. I mean, you, you want you you can't that same like treat the worker like they're just they could be fired tomorrow.
2: Mm. Ooh, that's it. A- that's a topic.
0: The, treating them that way is not going to work anymore.
2: It isn't. And it, no. people don't care. That's the thing. No. People don't care anymore. And I no. think that's 100% what we did. Yeah. And it took me a long time to really understand that because, you know, kind of being traumatized into like, I need to give but like two weeks. You know, I want to be respectful. Yeah. I want people to see me as a very high end professional in this field. But I'm like, dog, I am replaceable. I don't care how talented I yeah. am. I am replaceable. And doesn't mean that person who's replacing me is going to be as good as I am, nope. but I am replaceable and they're going to, they are going to pay this motherfucker more mm-hmm. just to try to take over because
0: well, who's going to take over. And then, that? and then, and then for the worker, mm. that's like, like, you know, show up on time for work, show up for the shifts that they, that they have, have scheduled you. But there's always the one that's like, I've got to do more. I've got to do more. I've got to be super loyal. Um, Here's the here's the here's the truth. You die tomorrow. They'll say something nice about you at the meeting mm. and then put a thing in the paper f- for your job opening the next day.
2: Exactly. So they're going to continue.
0: Mental health and that's not saying anything good or bad. That's just how it is. It is what so, it is. So so treat yourself with with, with respect. Absolutely. Treat yourself with treat your mental health with respect. Mm-hmm. Take time off. Um, you know, not, I'm not saying do the bare minimum. I'm just saying don't, you know, don't kill yourself for you know.
2: If you're not getting paid enough to yeah. do extra shit, yeah. do the bare minimum.
0: I walked That's away. From, your job. <laughs> I walked away from minimum. a job in, in December, <laughs> took a pay cut of about four grand mm. because I was like, this is killing me. Mm. And I don't want I don't want to die young.
2: That's what I'm saying, man.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how you do it.
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> when if I do, I want to do it doing something I enjoy absolutely so i started a wrestling federation <laughs> good for there you, you go. and we'll talk about that in the second hour uh <laughs> no hilani thank you for coming on uh thank you're gonna you. stick around for the for the second hour this was a really uh is the most serious probably one of the most serious episodes we've done in fucking you know 10 years probably <laughs>
2: <laughs> in in but, the It's like field.
0: actually like a yeah. legitimately
1: serious episode. Yeah. Like like we don't even like we had a presidential candidate on. <laughs> we uh, had a, think, a guy running think, for president of the United States, and sick. I'm like, this is more important. This is more <laughs> important than that.
2: Yeah, mental health. Yeah, it is. It's true. People are before we exit. Like people are truly killing themselves out there for people who mm-hmm. don't give two fucks about them.
0: That's right.
2: We don't have benefits. Very light. No. Very small amount of locations have benefits. Right. And. You know, it's hard when you sit there and try to push for these things like good good paying wage, benefits, days off, team bonding, everything like that. But mm-hmm. it just wasn't, it wasn't enough because, you know, XYZ company continues to shit on us. And I'm like, dude, we tried. The thing yeah. was, I want to sit here and say that my team, we tried to stick it out. We tried to make one of the best bars in Albuquerque and truly, you know, we weren't perfect, but You can't say that we didn't try. And we had these wicked pool parties. So how do you have a classy lounge and then these wicked pool parties who I made hella connections with? And literally some of that just went unseen with the owners and the operations X, Y, Z up top. It's so fucking annoying. It's annoying. And my boss was like, yeah, I don't have enough money to give you a bonus. Here's like, I think 200 some dollars. I'm like, dude, you obviously need that more than me deposit that shit you know what i mean i'm like right like (laughs) it's ridiculous oh i really want new mexico to be better and
0: just well it's everywhere it's not new mexico it's like everywhere
2: yeah but you know right here right now i want new mexico to be better
0: and and, and, and we'll get into this the second hour yeah but um I, i get on the albuquerque reddit sometimes
2: we love reddit
0: and it's quite interesting how we all are are dealing with this influx of people, mm. and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll we'll get into that in a we'll second because you know you know you know I know Smiley may not because he doesn't deal with them I don't think you said fuck uh, these people I still have some yeah you you things. love them I still have some things going on Smiley here. loves them oh yeah oh, yeah, that, yeah Uh do you have anything <laughs> you want to promote or anything
2: uh honestly right now you know what hire my. My business. I have a mobile bartending business yeah. called Aloha Bellissima. Nice. So please hire us. We do events. We do a bunch of catering. Alcohol involved. We got you.
0: Nice. Uh, Smiley, you're you're on strike right now. Yes, I'm on strike right now. So who are uh, we striking? You
1: can uh, St- Screen Actors Guild and the uh, right. SAG-AFTRA, WGA. You're not uh, actually in SAG though. No, I'm I'm just qualified for it. Yeah, I, love I mean, that. It, and it affects my. I mean, He's a
0: principal extra.
1: That's so yeah, I mean it still affects me. Yeah. Uh, I'm does. not expecting to have any jobs until next year, so. Mm-hmm. I mean it still affects
0: me. Maybe we'll hire you.
1: <laughs> I've never gotten up. paid for this show ever. N- not <laughs> this show? I'm not paying
0: you for this show ever. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm a, I'm a slumlord boss for this. I don't get paid. For, nobody gets paid, for we this. Like get paid. Who gets paid? <laughs> we don't get paid for podcasts.
1: I love yeah. it when someone's like, oh, man, you guys are super famous. You get paid? I'm like, no. What are you talking we
0: about? Get <laughs> we get Tobo Chico. We <laughs> get Yeah, and we Yeah. And I'm freaking proud of it. We're like, yeah. We're yes. Topo we're Chico. happy with oh, that. Yeah. But uh, no, the wrestling. I'm talking about the wrestling tradition. Which, speaking of. Oh, yeah. Throw me through a table. Our next event. Uh, we had our our second event last night. 400 plus people in attendance. Holy
2: shit, In bro. the El Rey.
0: Yeah. Congratulations! That's it it, it was pa- sick. It was, it was packed. It wasn't. It was. It's was yeah. great. Uh, we'll talk about that the second hour. But uh, if you would like to come in, and when I say this, the ticket we 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 did for the first time, like the first event, you know, after the first event, we didn't start selling tickets till days after we started. For the for the third event, we started yesterday during the wrestling show Woo. and sold fifty premium, like ringside seats right away. Oh, yeah. That's
2: amazing. And
0: I was like, wow, that was badass.
2: Congratulations. Um, That's awesome.
0: So get those tickets. DCCWtickets.com. August 17th is the next show. It's a Thursday. And everybody's like, why do you do it on Thursday? Because there's not other things on Thursday nights. Facts. There's not a Holly Holm fight. There's not the Duke's night at the Isotopes like last night. But we still... Thursday nights for goth nights, and goths can still go to wrestling. They and sure then can. dance afterwards because there's okay, usually yeah. a goth wrestler. You know? I love that. But like, we were worried because our first event we had 320 people, and we're like, "We're well, usually you know, the first events usually like hyped, it's mm-hmm. exciting, yeah." And then and then you have the drop off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we were like, "Well, there's definitely gonna be drop off because there's a Holly Home fight, and there's Duke Senate." We went up 400 to four 400 plus people. Fuck. So awesome so august 17th come out duke city championship wrestling i'm the commissioner um, one of the owners um i have we'll talk about it the second hour because i was i was you know i get to get in the ring and do stuff it's fun
2: how exciting it's
0: super fun but um yeah well we're gonna take a little break uh, Nohilani is gonna stick around for the okay. second hour for the wavy hour so yeah so you guys stick around uh, let's get wavy Dodge. yeah let's get wavy with that we, we are, are 10 drink minimum, drink minimum oh man we're back it's the billy slash holly ann i guess maybe our holly ann's not gone but she's just not here today my name is chris burnett this is Tendrick minimum sponsored by topo chico so sir uh smiley is in the house i am i'm in the studio today yeah and filling in for holly ann is Nohilani Ader ater
2: yeah. yeah good job again man Dang. good job
0: it's because you were like, "It sounds like Darth Vader," and I went, "Oh fuck, I can remember that." I can remember that. That's a good. You, you, you knew exactly how to tell me. You're like, "It sounds like Darth Vader," and I went, "Okay, I like Darth <laughs> Vader. He's scary." <laughs> uh, so good for you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whatever gets you <laughs> well, there, we, man. <laughs> we, we've got it. Well, we've got to have a little, have some levity this hour. We were a little. I don't think we. I don't think we were too heavy. I, I feel like the first hour was actually really great. I feel like. We all kind of understand, because we've all fucking been there. And it's weird, because I'm I'm an IT guy. I'm still in the service industry. Yeah. And someone goes, no, you're not. I go, yes, I am. People put in tickets, and I have to go fix their computer. And then, you know, they do a, they're like, did he do a good job?
2: And then
0: they'll complain, or they'll whatever. Yeah. There it is.
2: Hey, that's still customer service. I have to go
0: talk to people. I have to say, what was the problem? And then they go, I don't know. The thing I used to click on used to be there. Now it's over there. (laughs) <laughs> and I've got to figure out why. And then, you know, I don't know. Good for you. That's the service history, but uh, always and forever. That's, yeah, it's, that's true. It's very true. And then they'll be like, wow he didn't fix it like I wanted to fix it.
2: I still have to pay a lot of money for it. We pay really, for oh, that God.
0: service. And- <laughs> like, suck my ass, bro. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> I talked to you about Nebraska football and I don't care about it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Dude, those conversations.
0: Yeah.
2: Like I, I shouldn't be here, but here I am.
0: Here we are. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so last night was the second night of the uh, Duke City Championship Wrestling. Amazing. Smiley's first time; he got to go. I it was, it was. What great, did you yeah. think? What did you think?
1: Um. Well, for for one thing, those stage mm-hmm. seats are awesome. Yeah. I like that they were handing out glasses so we could all look like you. <laughs>
2: That's so fucking cute. And, and,
1: and that's
0: not, that, that was not an intended thing. So uh, I guess the, I didn't even know that was happening.
1: Yeah, there were free glasses when you came Sun- in.
0: White, white, white frame sunglasses. Yeah, no lie. Like, I wear white glasses. Everybody is <laughs> kind of aware of it.
2: I love that. That's and,
0: so uh, cute. So, I, so it was weird, like, looking out. And I was like, there's a bunch of people in white sunglasses. Like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> they were handing them out when you came in. I was like, yeah. this is so cool. Yeah, it's like, pretty funny. hell Yeah. And uh, maybe they'll keep doing that. It'll be fun. I, I mean, I already used to do that just to make fun. He of He did anyway. just to make fun of me. Yeah. So I'm the, I am one of the, I'm part owner of this federation, right? Absolutely. So then my other roles are, we we film it for uh, local television, Proview Sports Network. So we f- we film it and we they chop it up into thirty minute. It's a two hour show. We chop it into thirty minute increments and they show it weekly, on that channel, Channel 27 on Xfinity, I guess.
2: Sick! I and, have Xfinity. Okay,
0: and then it'll also be on YouTube Ruff. when, when like at some point, I don't like they'll put the whole thing out. Some part in the uh, editing process. Yeah. So I'm also one of the commentators. Amazing. So I sit in the booth and we do commentary, but I'm also the commissioner. What does a commissioner do? Quote unquote. Well, so I'm going to take everybody a little behind the scenes ooh, here. Ooh. We're going to break kayfabe, is what they call it. I love that. So it's really interesting. Have you ever been in a play? Comcast Channel 26. 26. Saturdays at noon. Have you ever been in a play? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, okay. It's been fucking forever. It, it's really very similar. Okay. It's very weird. Like it's, it, you know, you go in and no, nobody tell anybody about this, okay? So this is between you and, you and I. All of you. All listening. of us. All of us together. So we get there early everybody's there you know like the shows the doors are at six we're there at like three and we're you know tweaking everything we're tweaking the lighting where you know some guys are in the ring and they're you know they're working through a match or two or whatever and uh you know people are in the back there's like a doctor back there doing physicals there's Mm -hmm. all that stuff happening right and then you know they they have what's called the rundown okay and that's a script okay and it goes match by match, and it's like, well, this is a person that's going over. This is how the ending of the match is going to be. Mm-hmm. Here's the agent for that match. So there's the two wrestlers. <laughs> well, smiley's walking in with the dog. There's two, the two wrestlers, the referee, and the agent for each match. So they're all they're all in they're all in cahoots in the match. So the agent is going to is going to go with the, the is going to work with the ref. And the two wrestlers, and he's going to say, hey, here's what the booker, the booker's the guy who, who creates the script. Mm-hmm. And the agent is going to say, okay, this is what the booker wants. They <gasps> want. Holy crap.
2: Wow. I know, I'm sorry. Where is she? Uh, underneath the table. Oh.
0: <laughs> and so the, the agent will be like, okay, you know, such and such is going to go over. This is how he wants to do. During the match, this is the pace we want. This is the tone we want to create for the audience. Like, they're going to be like, last time he beat you really fast. So this time you are more focused and angry and you're going to be more brutal and, you, you know what I mean? Amazing. And, and, and so they're teaching, they're, they're telling them how they want it to go over. <laughs> it's so and, cool. And it, it's really like a play. So then uh, after the, so here's what, okay. So after the first, ma- after the first event, mm-hmm. We we had uh, so the main wrestler uh, the, the Hulk Hogan for our federation. His name is Hobo Hank. Hobo <laughs> Hank. Yeah. Hobo and he Hank. They, they'll be like fighting that flies
2: off the tongue really and, easy. And,
0: and they'll say fighting out of the alleyway behind the frontier. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it's the whole thing. And he you know he comes out. He's in a lot of shape. He's dirty. He has a cardboard thing that says "We'll wrestle for food." God I love bless. That. You know, and people. Uh, <laughs> and we'll get to that, Brody. Quit. Where is she? Uh. So anyway. Um, we have the, the, so the villains are from Texas Mm -hmm. and that's part of it. Texas, They're from Texas. They're from Lubbock. Texas. So the guy shows up the last time he comes in and they're in, in, in the first, the first event we had, they are like, they, they they tell me like as commissioner, you're going to come out after the second match. You're going to have the microphone. You're going to be like, Hey thank you. You know, I'm glad everyone came out. You know, there was a lot of hard work put in and I'm kind of doing like the bow for us. And they're like, as soon as you say this, the music's going to hit and they're going to come out and interrupt you. And the the thing that they had it written down, they're like, is everyone having a really good time tonight? And as soon as I said that, the music hits and the villains come out. The villains. Well, so before the, b- before the whole thing, the guy comes, shows up and we're all meeting and we're like, Oh, Hey, how's it going on? And he's like, okay. So he and I are working together. Cause you know, it's our segment. Right. And he's like, I'm going to come out and I'm going to be like, I hate this place. Cause the parking is so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, stop. No one will care. We all think it sucks too. Yeah. Here's what you're going to talk shit about. Low riders?
2: Oh, my God. And you're going to
0: say that the green chili is better in Colorado. Oh, no. And he looks at me and he goes. Those are fighting words. And he goes, and people are going to get mad at that? And I said, dude, you might get killed. You might literally get killed. So he comes out. He interrupts me. And he's like, I hate this place. He's like, if if Matthew Robles didn't pay us to come here to take Hobo Hank, I would never be here. He's like, your cars are so slow and low because all of your women are fat. And people fucking get, like. Fuck! Holy shit! What did Lit. you just say? And then he goes. And another thing, I've had green chili in Trinidad, Colorado, and it is way better than the green chili. He doesn't even get finished. Yeah. And a slice of pizza hits him in the face <laughs> from some, the crowd. Yeah. And some dude goes, "If you're here at the end of this, I'm killing you." Oh my God. Someone screams it up, and so then, so then, oh, uh, no. and so that was the that was the first one, right? So last night they're like, they're like, okay, here's what's gonna, here's your segment. I'm like, okay, you're gonna be, you know, at the commentating booth, and one of our New Mexico wrestlers is gonna be wrestling one of the the, the Texas guys, mm-hmm. and he's gonna get brutal and start beating him down, and he won't stop, and they're gonna disqualify him, and he's gonna keep beating him down, and you're gonna get fed up and run down there and stop it because you're the commissioner. So I do, I run down there, and I stop it. I'm like, I'm like, stop! And the guy stops. I'm like, you need to get to the back or you're gonna be out of here. You'll never wrestle here again, you know. So, the guy leaves. So, I'm over there helping the kid. And this was actually, like, that was the, the written in the script. Yeah. That he's supposed to be hurt. Legitimately, he broke his arm halfway through the match. Oh, what the? So, he legitimately was hurt.
2: Oh, no. Because he, he
0: put his hand down when he shouldn't have. <sighs> you know, skateboarders know. And seasoned veteran wrestlers know. When you get body slammed, you don't put your hand down to catch yourself. You just take the body, so it was like Ooh. so it ended up being legitimate anyway. Yeah, he texted me. So, so they so we get him out and they're like taking him to the hospital. Well, I'm out there in the ring and I'm just kind of like, and then all of a sudden the villain their their music hits and they come out and well, it's it's like a guy and his girlfriend, oh and then another wrestler, right? Okay, and in the last time, so Hobo Hank, one of his maneuvers is he puts his armpit in your face because oh, he's pit. a home because he's a homeless guy, he stinks. Shit. Well, he pitted the lady the last time, right? <laughs> so her thing is. Is she's like, you know, your your hobo Hank put his hands on me and he stuck his armpit in my face and it's disgusting. And she's like, New Mexico won't let a woman fight a man or I would. And you don't have any women wrestler here or I would fight her and I would show everyone how I'm the best wrestler and female wrestler in wrestling. Oh. Well, then music hits and our first female wrestler comes out. I love that. And uh, I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing out here? And she's like, and then she's like, I've got my gear. I can wrestle tonight. I'm ready. So then I lean back and I like think about it. Like, So I'm like, give me the microphone. And they gave me the microphone. I'm like, well, I was like, we were going to announce our first women wrestle that we signed yesterday. You know, uh, um, Eliza Hayes. Uh, We were just going to bring her out and introduce her to everybody because you guys wanted women's wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you guys want a women's match tonight? And "Ah."
2: Everyone's like, fuck yeah. I
0: was like, well, you're going to have one. I said, because I'm the commissioner and it's going to be Eliza Hayes. Versus Veronica, uh, whatever her last Vega, and she's like, "I don't even have my gear," and I'm like, "Well, that's your problem." And, and she goes, "You can't make that match," and I'm like, "I'm the commissioner. I just did, and I can make that match, and I just did." I say, "I said that. that's what he said, yeah." And that was my segment, and it was amazing. That's and there's so pictures of epic. it. Epic, oh, And that match was great. Yeah, it was fun. Did the ladies killed it. Oh they yeah, killed that shit. They were wow. actually really good. And actually, the Veronica Vega is probably the most trained uh wrestler in the whole group she's probably the best trained one uh, Let's she see, she, was, she, was, she was amazing look at her over there yeah she's the one on the far left she was actually trained by a guy named dory funk jr huge legend in the business um him and his brother terry funk the funkin the funk you the Honestly, funkin conservatory awesome yeah. marketing names yeah oh yeah but that's her little eliza Hayes and so yeah that's me telling them that they're gonna she's gonna wrestle <laughs> and I think that's fun
2: i love that i had
0: such a great and I people can't are, wait to see people this. are like are, are you like living your dream and i was like pretty much
2: i can't wait to see this it's shit. fun
0: it's a lot of fun it's so fun it was amazing yeah
2: in person too we need mm. more of that i it's, was obsessed with wwe yeah. oh growing up oh yeah so this is awesome
0: <laughs> well and it's funny too because like hobo hand okay so you'll have all these matches you know pre and people will do all these different maneuvers and to get over and get the crowd and all this shit yeah. and um, and some you know like there's a guy who's like a clown and he's like really over happy and they did a whole thing where like he was wrestling this guy who's like Valak Vile he's like s- supposed to be a magician and that was Vi- hilarious Vile got thrown out of the ring and then Mister Happy's like talking to the ref and he like Vile got something from out under the ring and <laughs> Happy goes to grab him and it was a glitter cannon and he's like boof and shoots it in his face and uh, you know stuff like that people like go crazy for we love that shit. And, and but and but then I was like, God damn it! There's glitter everywhere now. But um, it's so funny because they do all these moves, and and people like you know they'll be into it, and they're like, kind of whatever. Hobo Hank comes out, like that Mr. Bojangle song hits, <laughs> and people stand up, and he he does a he it takes him like the whole song to get he walks around to the, the whole crowd song and oh, he gets in the ring, man. and I think he does a clothesline punches. <laughs> Maybe a body slam and then his tornado DDT. He does not do more than that. Good for him. And the crowd and then Fonzie LaFleur is one of our big wrestlers. He's a great, he's awesome. Fonzie's a wild card, man. He He's he's a lot of fun. But Hobo Hank and Fonzie's another guy that doesn't have to do a whole lot and the crowd gets to do it. But Hobo Hank, like that's all he does. And And I mean, people will have goosebumps and they're like, that was fucking insane. <laughs> and you're like, he did three moves. <laughs> But he knew how to, like, it's all the crowd psychology. It was it so is. smooth. Yeah.
2: And especially, like, this that building up to that. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Like, do you remember, like, fucking, was it Rikishi back in the day? Uh, he would just, like, shove his ass in people's uh, face? I've,
0: I've, I've, uh, I've done a panel for him. I've Did met you? him. Yep. <gasps>
2: That's so cool. Super
0: nice guy. Oh, that um, was
2: awesome. Back in the day. That was his, uh,
0: his nephew is a friend of mine. Uh, he lives here. Uh, Saleh. Really? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! And 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 so the funny thing too was the first time I ever met Sale was my roommate's musician. Yeah, I know. We're watching WrestleMania, and he's like, "Yeah, my friend Soleil's cousins are wrestling at WrestleMania." I was like, "I'm sorry, what did you say? You said your friend's cousins are wrestling at WrestleMania?" And he goes, "Yeah," and he goes, "Oh, the Usos." And I was like, "Your friend Sale Samoan." And he goes, "Yeah." How'd you know? I was like, "Cause they're all Samoan." Mm. And he goes the good ones. and I said so he's related to the Rock and he goes Oh yeah.
2: Oh Jesus And I was like Christ. yeah cuz
0: they're all all the Samoan wrestlers are related. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them. I don't know if Samoa Joe is, but all you know cuz they had that big they had the big thing in WWE like for the last 2 years, the bloodline cuz they're all Samoan.
2: I did not fucking know that. Oh yeah. What?
0: It's been like the biggest like storyline. It's like been the biggest storyline for like the last 2 years. Probably one of the biggest storylines wrestling has ever had.
2: I'm going to have to keep up with that
0: shit Yeah, because uh, Roman Reigns is the uh, the, the, the champion. And then Jay, the Usos, were like his underlings. And then yep. they, they brought in uh, Solo, mm-hmm. another one of them. And then, you know, w- w- like Rakishi or whoever would pop in and out. Because yeah. they're all the bloodline. They're like, you know.
2: What about, was it? Um, the big,
0: the the you know, uh, Reigns. Bautista?
2: Is, Bautista?
0: He's not, he's not one of the bloodline. I, I don't know. Is he Samoan?
2: I honestly don't really fucking know. Well,
0: when I was a kid growing up there was the Samoan SWAT team and that was Rakishi and his uh, brother, Sam Fatu. I remember him. Yeah. And they've, so then one of them had Roman, I don't watch shows I'm not on. (laughs) Oh. Oh. You're on this show right now, Fonzie. (laughs) But um, Roman Reigns, they call him the tribal chief. Yes. And so he's the son of Sam I think. Yeah. And then Wait, really? Sam Fatu. and then Rakishi's the dad of the Usos. Yeah, oh and then god, and then do you I'm remember so do you remember Yokozuna? No. You don't remember Yokozuna the big so he was like a big uh um what do they call those wrestlers in Japan? Sumo. Sumo, Sumo wrestler. But he was literally he was not he was not Japanese, he was Samoan. I I'm
2: going to have to like go back and start redoing everything cuz I oh my god, I was in love with WrestleMania oh, yeah. WWF I got oh, I got God. to
0: go this year. This is insane. I was there. What? I was there. Yeah. We got to go as uh, as a uh, press.
2: What? Yeah, me That's and Fred. So cool. Me and Fred,
0: one of the partners for uh, DCCW.
2: That's
0: amazing. And we were there both nights and it is fucking cr- Crazy. 80, 85,000 people there. Mm-hmm. That is the most surreal thing I've ever seen. Like you look out at it and it looks like a green screen. And you're like that doesn't look like real, you know? And
2: it's real. People. And it's real. They're obsessed. And then they
0: had like this the at the SoFi Stadium in L. A. Mm-hmm. They had this big like it looked like a uh, a weightlifting belt mm-hmm. up in the air, and that was the LED screen. Like oh. it, it was that shape, and and it was on both sides, the inside and the out. Oh, they so So you money. could just yeah, <laughs> and uh, eighty five thousand people both days, oh, fuck. and That's a lot of money. it was pretty cool, man.
2: That would be uh, so cool to see.
0: Yeah. So jealous. The, my favorite part, though, is like, <laughs> you know who Ray Mysterio Jr. is?
2: Actually, oh, not the not Jr. Because the last time I uh-huh. saw, it was... When what... What is it called? When it was blue and red, they're clashing.
0: Oh, uh, Raw vs. SmackDown.
2: Yes. Yeah, so they were here in Albuquerque years uh-huh. ago when I was little. Uh-huh. My grandma was in town. She's from Hawaii. And it was my grandma, my dad, and myself. And we went. And it was the most... exhilarating experience as a child. But you
0: know who Rey Mysterio is.
2: Yeah, and that was the time I saw him, and I was obsessed with Rey Mysterio. So
0: his son, Dominic, is a wrestler now.
2: Wait, what? Fuck, I'm so outdated. Well,
0: but the funny thing is, is, like, Dominic Mysterio, like, when he was a little kid, they did this whole, like, angle where Eddie uh, Eddie Guerrero said, Dominic is my son. And it was, like, a whole thing, right? (laughs) And so, like, Dominic (laughs) is, like, a... You know, he, he's taller than Ray. That's not the picture I want. There. That's OK. So now Dominic, when he comes out, he's... he wears the haircut of like of like Eddie Guerrero.
2: Yeah. Oh, so haircut.
0: So he's a villain. Right. So he, he yeah. started out as like goody two shoes and people hated him. And now he's a villain and he's like the best villain in WWE. Right. I love that. So there was something that happened that he like got arrested for. <laughs> like, not really. Yeah. But like yeah. In, in the storyline, the story. they arrested him and he was in jail for two hours. And he comes out and he's like, I
2: think I remember this. It, though.
0: It, and so it was like this year. And so he's like, he's like, I'm changed. He's like, jail <laughs> is, is is changes a man. And it's he aroused. got the little, he got and he got the tattoo under oh, his eye. The and so he does the whole thing. Like he's like, you don't understand. He's like, I was in, I was in jail. So at WrestleMania, they they, they fought. So they do Ray Mysterio's music, and you know he he comes out and people are going nuts for it because it's California in Ray Mysterio the six one nine. Dominic's music hits and there's a huge ramp that they are coming down. He doesn't come down the ramp. They have like a doorway that opens up and LA County lockup van backs (laughs) up. They get out, they open the back and he's got chains. He's chained on his wrists and to his feet and they get him out and unlock him so he can go out and
2: wrestle. Honestly, we love an (laughs) epic entry. And I was like,
0: this is amazing. And people are like,
2: boo, you were in jail for two hours. Two hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's just amazing.
2: Holy shit. I need to keep up with that yeah. shit.
0: But we had so much fun last night. I mean, Fonzie, you know, he he's that guy, Fonzie LaFleur. I don't know how old Fonzie is. He could be 30. He could be 40. He could be 60. I am not sure. And he's still watching. He is there every time the ring needs to be set up. He is there every time the ring needs to be broke down. And he will set the ring up. He doesn't like other people to do it because he wants to do it right. And I appreciate that. That is amazing. And hardworking guy. So before the match, uh, he's, like, stretching. And he does this stretch where he, like, lays on his back and he uses his head. And he tilts back and he, like, bridges up. We love a good bridge. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And he's, like, just stretching. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I, he made me feel old looking at it. He's like I'm over a hundred. Good for you, Fonzie. Yeah. Good hey. for Fonzie. <laughs> but yeah, he's a character, and I enjoy. It. I, that's the thing is, all of them are characters. You know, you have to be. They're performers.
2: Yeah, you have to be. They are. If you're, if you don't have your little swag going yeah. on, you're not going to survive.
0: Well, and you're okay. You're in. You're in the service industry. You're bartender. Mm-hmm. You perform.
2: Absolutely, we perform yeah. every day
0: because you have to come in and you're like, oh gosh, my. My uncle died, but I have to come into shift and I have to act like I'm not upset about it, you know, or uh-huh. not not that extreme, but you know what I mean?
2: Absolutely.
0: Your car broke down and, uh, you know, the the air conditioning died in your house and you're, you know, you have to walk in and be like,
2: hey, how are you? Everything's great.
1: I have
0: walking pneumonia. Yeah, I have walking <laughs> pneumonia. I have, in James's case, I have
1: botulism. Ah. I did actually call in for that. Oh, well, that's good. I was in the hospital. They wouldn't let me leave. Lazies. I know. I was like, but I have to go to work. I'm like a doctor.
2: Actually, speaking of that, when I was in Hawaii, I, was, I used to ride mopeds a lot oh, consistently. Wow. It was great because it was cheap. You know what I mean? Each week, $7 for gas. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, anyways, I, I miss my scooters. I love mopeds. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge sucker for them. Anyways. They're fun. I get into a hit and run accident. Did
0: you see my electric bike over here?
2: I did not, bro. Oh,
0: I'll show it to you before we leave.
2: Let me take you for a spin.
0: You can if you want. I just eat shit. Oh, I hope not.
2: (laughs) Anyways, I get into a hit and run accident as I'm headed to work in Hawaii. Oh. And I'm like sitting there just like fucked up, obviously. I'm all right. I get up and I'm late to my shift, obviously. And I text them, hey, I'm definitely running late. I'm going to still show up because even I said, oh, I got into a hit and run accident on my moped. Who the fuck is going to believe me? Anyways, I show up. Weirdly. No one. No one ever will.
0: No one ever does.
2: My pants are all fucked up. My knees are jacked up. I'm bleeding on my elbows and a little bit on my chin. Gaping head wound. Literally. I like walk up, my moped barely alive, and I'm like, oh, fucked up. And then the, the opening bartender, he was just like, oh, fuck, are you okay? I'm like, oh, now you care. After you just bitched my ass out over text like where the fuck are right. you? This is ridiculous that you are twenty minutes late. Mm-hmm. I was like, you fucking bitch!
0: How dare How you? How dare you? But then, but then the in flip of that, whenever you're on shift and it's someone's supposed to come in and, and relieve you, you're like, where in the fuck are yeah.
1: they? <laughs> Absolutely. I have
0: I have, a, I have a similar story to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was
1: working in a French restaurant here in town, and not just me, but one of the other waiters, Brandon. We've both Brandon. gotten hit on our on our scooters. <laughs> And so, Rick, we're, like, we're trying to call in. Both of us are trying to call in to work. That's so hard to say. And our our manager's are all, yeah, whatever. Right. You guys probably shouldn't use the same story. You're oh, like, wow. you're just like, fuck. And then as we come limping in, <laughs> all of a sudden the manager's are just all, oh. Oh, my God.
0: You guys are oh. fucked up.
1: Yeah, we're like, I got hit by a car. <laughs> Apparently, so did Brandon.
0: Jesus. Guys just driving around hitting people.
1: <laughs> it's like he hit him with his car and he hit him with his We
0: car. both had scooters. We both had
1: scooters. We were on scooters and we got hit. And it's like, well, at least come up with different stories. And like, this had nothing to
2: Fortunately, do this is with the truth. each
1: other. <laughs> and we had to do this little thing where like, Who's more damaged? Who should actually go home? The yeah, of 20
0: is worse, is worse off.
1: Because it You're was.
2: Like, My kneecap is shattered.
1: It's like we couldn't actually have two
0: well, waiters
1: then, limping around at yeah. a fine dining French restaurant.
0: <laughs> well, because then, then, then all of a sudden the day person has to pull a double. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst.
2: I mean. But yeah. Our yeah.
1: manager was just like. I oh, had to do it. Oh, man. Oh, you guys both really got hit by cars? <laughs> oh.
0: Good yeah. timing. So you, you, you lived in Hawaii. Are you from Hawaii?
2: I am from Hawaii. Like I was born and, born and raised? I was born in Hawaii. My dad's military. And I was mm. raised in Albuquerque. But okay. I moved back. They're
0: similar, right? Basic. Pretty <laughs> close. Same place. Very just- close. Very close.
2: No, and then I moved back for a little bit. And I was hanging out with my grandma. Just enjoying life. Making a fuck ton of money. God damn it. Yeah, I was making a lot of money. But... Then I moved back because COVID hit, and I was really uh, worried about my mom, honestly. I was like, you know what? I guess this is a time because Albuquerque's cheaper. You know what I mean? I want to start yeah. some roots. I bought a house. I'm like, I'm going to be so successful after I buy a house. I'm like, did here I am with a house. Did you Did you buy a
0: house before everything?
2: I bought a house kind of, what was it? Last year, actually.
0: I got mine. This is, I want to say October. No. No. Uh, I closed January of 2021. Nice, and I got it li- like I had started it right when everything exploded. Yeah, so I got in li- like I got this place for like 175. Really? Yeah. Holy! Fuck. I, like I I could not skin of my teeth. But you got it. Yeah.
2: And Here we are.
0: Yeah, and everybody's like it's I tell you. people and they're like, Wow, what? Because it's about two thousand.
2: Yeah. Well, now it is feet. especially. Oh, well, sorry, sorry, like two thousand plus or yeah. like what? But damn, you got it for that much for that mm-hmm. much square footage, mm-hmm. and especially this little back area.
1: The studio is awesome. like the whole point of it, and
0: then right? and in the zoo's right there. There's only one neighbor. You're right. And then there's and elementary school, junior high, and high school within two miles. And
2: that park right across the street.
0: And then a new one over here. They <sighs> built that new one. And just they just finished it. Got you know. a choice little area, yeah. dude. What? Yep. <laughs> <Around> <laughs> I was that like, time. Whew, and this is where I wanted to be. Perfect. Like, like they, like my landlord or my, landlord, my uh, realtor, like, like so many people want to be my realtor, mm-hmm. but I'd already like chosen the guy cause he's a drummer in a lot of the bands. Cool. And he, he knew he's like, he's like, you know, so when he, we come in, he comes in, he goes, we're going to go to the North Valley. We're going to go to Burnellis. We're going to go to downtown and we're going to go to the South Valley. And those are the only places we're going to go. I'm like, okay. Cause like, uh, other people were like. I want to show you this house in uh, Rio Rancho, and on the west side. I was like, "Nope, absolutely not. so trash. Don't even waste your time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Public transit <sighs> doesn't even go out there. No,
2: everyone hates it. It's so
0: yeah. What uh, what part dusty. of town? What part of town do you buy a house?
2: I live in the Heights, so like Lomas uh, and
0: Montebello area. Yeah. She's all, so <sighs>
2: don't, don't touch me. <sighs> I'm just kidding. No, you're, all, you're was... all I'm from
0: the Heights. Don't touch me.
2: <laughs> Get no, back. it was really close to my dad, and I was like, Uh-oh. "Fuck yeah." Nice. And honestly, it was um, it's a it's a cute townhouse. Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, I think it's like sixteen hundred square feet, That's which is pretty good. good. That's two a good bedroom, size. two bath. It's oh, just yeah. me and my dog. You know what I mean. Yeah. We're just chilling. No HOA. Um, a oh. townhouse that I'm only connected on one side. I wouldn't do Ooh. an HOA. Nice. No HOAs. Fuck HOAs. Is
0: it two story? I guess it's two story. It's not yeah. two story. Oh, it's not. And
2: I'm so happy. It's just a really tall roof. Mm-hmm. Oh, I it's like that. yeah.
0: Oh, the what do they call it? Uh, vaulted ceilings.
2: Yeah. So it's like, boom, and then it cuts off, and then I have a single car garage. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's all I need in life.
0: Fonzie says he wants to go back to the trailer park. As you should. He bartended at one time at Muggy's Lounge. I don't even know what that is.
2: I don't know what Muggy's is.
0: I think Fonzie's so old, it's probably not something in our lifetime.
2: So he's maybe 60.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Fonzie? I thought he said over 100, right? He could be.
2: Oh, shit.
0: That's a fair assessment.
1: I I plan to be (laughs) over 100, so I I do
0: not.
2: I hope I don't.
0: You know what? Okay. So I forgot about this. Uh, I went, so my, my, my grandfather died this last week. He was 96. And everybody's like, Yeah, I'm sorry. And I'm like, Yeah. That's uh, thank, a long thanks. life. That, so seven brothers and sisters, four of them lived into the 90s. That's
2: amazing.
0: Right? And everybody's like, You might do that. I'm like, I don't know if I want to. I don't want to be. Yeah. But I so it I, I'm kind of happens, dude. I'm from. Well, we'll see. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: No, I mean everyone in my family was be a hundred, so yeah. it's like it
0: just happens whether you want it to or not. Yeah. So Shit. I was kind of forced to go back to the town I'm from, which is Clovis, New Mexico. Cute. And we go back, and uh, my girlfriend goes with me, and so we go down there. The, the main street of Clovis, when I left, was dead as dead gets, mm. as main streets get. We get down there. There's three breweries across from each other all like within a block and i'm and, and i'm like whoa one of them's red door cute red door good. has like a really nice one good for them i was like shocked because the one here is you know <laughs> it, it's it's
1: fine is that the one that has the bowling alley in it? no it,
0: it, no it, oh no no so they have two in clovis one is attached to a bowling alley oh. okay yeah. I so. I and then so. and then they have now one on on main street of clovis it's like this old building that's two-story Hmm. And I was just like, and so then all these like thrift shops have opened up and the old hotel Clovis that has been around since like the early 1900s, they were constantly trying to tear it down while they're there is now apartments. Like they've, someone bought it and refurbished it all and now it's apartments and it's like a thriving malaria okay. And I was like, what the hell? It was like the most, like the, I was like, I went for a funeral and got a, a glimpse of a town that I hated. And got a nice little positive experience about it. I love that the beer we went to—I can't remember the name of the brewery. I posted something about it, but um, the beers were great. The food was good. I was shocked. I was like, "Wow!"
2: Honestly, did not expect that from Clovis. No, did not. I- I'm
0: from there and did not expect it. Probably more <laughs> than you. I went, "What the fuck is going on?" So then we're out on the street, and I'm changing out of my like my suit. Because I'm just like on the street taking my shirt off and putting a T-shirt on, so I'm like shirtless out in the street. Good for you. And I hear Chris, and I'm like, really? I'm on Main Street of Clovis where I haven't lived in twenty something thirty years, and someone is, and it's a friend of mine. Cute. And I was like, holy shit! All right, fair enough. Weird. Very weird.
2: Not weird. That's awesome. Yeah. So famous.
0: Yeah. Well. (laughs) <laughs> so famous chris i'm like so i'm the commissioner of dccw good for you did you not know i'm just kidding like, right. better We're, recognize where's,
1: where's my uh sunglasses to make fun of you
0: yours motherfucker
2: i wish we had some Why well you get and some i have time? glasses
0: like that so i make fun of him yeah that's
1: cute it goes back yeah, and forth we go back and
0: forth <laughs> but uh yeah it, well it's kind of funny because like i feel like in albuquerque like we had this brewery like renaissance and it got out of hand and now it's popped. The bubble's popped. And, uh, you know, you have, like, the four big ones.
2: Breweries are fucking everywhere. Yeah.
0: But someone made, like, our old, our old co-host, Billy, made a really good point about this. Like, the Brewery Guild, Brewer's Guild, or mm-hmm. whatever they are, they have done a killer job of keeping outside breweries out. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to a place like that has, like a tap room, you're going to have Le Cumbre, Marble, Bosque... Uh, Bosque Brewing. Um,
1: yeah, if you don't have elements on Parade, like what uh, yeah, in a right. bar
0: are you You're going to have like all the, you know, and then like several of each, right? But you're not going to see like Ska. You're not going to see like Stone. So
2: so little amount.
0: No. So little. And, and like someone's like, so what? Wow. I'm like, okay. But if you go, say you go to Texas and you walk into a tap room, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have Ska, Stone, um, Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have your Bud Light, Miller Light. The basics. Modelo. Uh, dos, Equis. dos Equis. Yeah, Dos Equis. Always. Yeah. But here, like you go to a place and, and you might go to like a hotel bar. Mm-hmm. And they'll have the Modelo, the Dos Equis, Blue Moon. But they'll have La Cumbre Elevated. Mm-hmm. They'll have uh, Elephants on Parade. They'll have the Double White. They'll have, you know, the Cerveza. Cerveza yeah. is like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have a Santa Fe. But, you know... I I went to DC and every bar I went to, they didn't have any, like they had no, no local breweries and it's weird. It's like, it's like, that's so New Mexico has done a killer job in that.
2: Absolutely.
0: You know, I mean, you probably, do you work in bars now that have tap handles or is it all just like,
2: actually I will be starting, but it will be at a different brewery Rio Bravo. I love that place.
0: You're They're, gonna work at Rio Bravo?
2: Yeah, they have some
0: killer beer oh, there, bro. Fantastic. Do you like
2: hazy's? Fuck, I love their freak juice IPA.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fonzie only drinks High Life.
2: Honestly, that's <laughs> literally called the bartender's champagne.
0: <laughs> that, yeah, that
2: works. We love we love some good High Life.
0: <laughs> we have the we have the actual Miller High Life champagne bottle right here. Ooh. It's like the full size that you actually cannot get anymore.
1: yeah, yeah you're welcome.
0: Smiley. you're uh welcome but smiley smiley's in the he's in the liquor industry so he gets a
1: yeah yeah when i'm not acting i do work in the liquor industry good yeah for you. he works good. at the bird of paradise i do
2: good for you
0: <laughs> you're all you're all i was Oof, like oh oh, oh jesus y'all go get uh bird of paradise i'll, I'll
1: throw my I'll, I'll throw my flak jacket on you're and all my, uh, you're all i'll
0: come get i'll come get beer there during the day
1: dual there asps <laughs> I don't. I only have one asp. No, I I have t- I do t- have two asps.
0: I just I just don't wear them at the same time. That's okay. <laughs> Take <laughs> your time. For people that don't know, the bird of paradise for Smiley Works is. Uh, it's in a neighborhood that's a little uh, tough. Tough is a word, tough right? Tough is a good one. Tough, yeah. Healthy. You're. You, you probably. You, you probably shouldn't. Uh, if you're from a. You know, from a new place and you're moved here, you probably shouldn't hang out there. Right? Or, not.
2: or do it get the full oh, experience of Albuquerque. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe, that's maybe this is smiling.
2: like the
1: most Albuquerque yeah. place for you to so, go.
0: So, I was on the Albuquerque Reddit the other day and someone posted, "Is it just me or am I dumb?" <laughs> and and they posted that, uh, I just I just moved to Albuquerque a couple months ago and everywhere I go people are rude to me. <laughs> is that just how people from Albuquerque are?" <laughs> and the answer was amazing. And the answer was uh, I've lived in Albuquerque my whole life, and everybody who's lived here is always nice. Yeah. Until recently when the influx of all the new people come in. Yeah. And they have made it to where they are not nice. So maybe you're running to your own kind. And I went... Ooh. There you go. That is a good one, actually. Wow. You know, and uh, let me tell you this. Uh, so so there's a, a, a farmer's market over here, mm-hmm. a grower's market. I'm sure you're aware of it. Absolutely. If you live in Albuquerque, you're not aware of the Growers Market downtown. You, <laughs> I don't know where you live. Yeah, where where are you at? That thing I'm is like, a you fucking. Gotta go. That thing. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't think that.
2: that place... <laughs> I, I love it though. <laughs> it's
0: entertaining.
2: That's...
0: I heard. I heard a lady say in front of me, "Get me a chili relleno." <laughs> she had on a big wide brim tan hat, blonde hair, and she said, "Get me a chili relleno." <laughs> If they have it. Uh, I, it's fine. I just feel like that we may need another one somewhere else in town. To It's so entertaining. It's, it's, okay. Uh, so I see what you're saying. <laughs> because you're, you're looking at all these people.
2: You're just people watching. Yeah,
0: fuck yeah, you do. You're
2: people watching.
0: So the other day, my coffee shop is, is on the other side of it. Okay. So I have to drive around it to get to the coffee shop. And then I walk in. And, like, there's been a couple of situations that have happened. Like... <laughs> like there's always a lot of people in there in a huge line on that mm. Saturday. I get to the front and I'm, I've ordered my coffee and I'm waiting for it. And this guy walks up and he goes, do you have anything that is, uh, uh, hydrating? And they go, water, what? water. And he goes, ah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and I'm like, you asked that question. Dumb, dumb. Have you threw that softball into the air, they blasted it over the fence. Like, what did you want the answer to be? Yeah, Why do you have it? anything that's hydrating? Uh, fucking water, dum dum, right? That's the only answer. Yeah, and, and, we, we and, totally have water, and, and of course he was from somewhere else. Of course, but then the other, then a couple uh, another week later, I'm driving back. Do they want and lies? The thing that drives me crazy is hot bean juice. That's what I got for you. Is all these people who just refuse, like if they're from another state that's that's neighboring us, they give fucks about the traffic laws. It seems like, so 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 downtown there's like a lot of two way stops. Mm. If I'm at the stop sign and you have the drive through and you stop like it's a four way stop, fuck you. I'm (laughs) gonna go. Well, so this this person does that. And then they zoom, They get mad because I won't go. Because I'm at a stop sign and they're not. So then they zoom over into a fire lane to park. Oh, cute. Because why can't they? Why not? So then they have their window rolled down. So I roll my window down. And I go, <laughs> go back to Texas. And they flip me off out the window. And it's like, you're lucky I didn't want to stop.
2: I'm trying to obey the law.
0: And and I also know you're going to do that to the wrong motherfucker here.
2: Dude, I know.
0: And you're going to get dealt with.
2: I know. I have a bat in my car and people are like, why do you have a bat in your car? I'm like, dude, it's not that I'm going to do something, but people really don't know what the fuck is going to happen.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Then the other other frustration is.
1: My business literally bought me
0: a bulletproof jacket. The other frustration is the roundabout. (laughs) <laughs> everyone needs to Google the rules of a roundabout here. <laughs> Not everyone. I, I mean, honestly, hold on. Like so the other day this happened to me, I pull up to it. So for people who don't know, if you pull up to the roundabout, you're, if someone's to the left of you and they're coming into the roundabout, you let them go. Mm. This person pulls into the roundabout
2: They stop in it.
0: and stops uh, oh, for no. me to go. Love it. No, and I'm like, yield. I'm like, go, He's go. Said, no, <laughs> you're,
2: you're all screaming. Stupid motherfucker.
0: Like, go, go, go. And then I shake my head at them like, fuck you. Fucking
2: idiots.
0: Cause they're, yeah, they've just fucked it all up. They fucked up the whole it's idea. The whole, the whole point of the fucking movement. thing. And yeah,
1: <laughs> no, who are, the, I don't understand these people. Like you just go up to the thing and like, do you see my blinker that says I'm turning left? I don't have the right of way ever. Yeah. Stop! Stop waving at me. You go, go.
0: You go. Yeah, like the other, the other idiot. The other one is the four-way stop. If you both come up to the four-way stop at the same time, who goes first?
2: Someone on the Who's left. On the
0: right. The one. on The, the right away.
2: You say the right. Yeah. Right. Oh, I always That's say right away. No,
0: it, it's the right of way.
2: No, you're right. You're right. Right. are you're yeah. Right. Okay. And someone goes so, up on the left of me. I go first. Yes, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so absolutely. people
0: people will pull up at the same time as you. They have the right way and they're all go ahead. And I'll just be like, nope. <laughs> I just, yeah.
2: after this point, I just go. I'm like, you yeah. fucking idiot. I'm like, all yeah,
0: right. Yeah. But <laughs> I shake my head the whole time mad. It's just, like, just mad at them. You
2: just all... you just look at them like you you yeah. drive by and you look out your window and make sure, mm-hmm. like, are they do they yeah. look as stupid yeah. as This they interaction
1: act? should never have but happened. See, you, you, because so you should m- have
0: just understood how right away laws work. But see, you guys work in the industry where you check IDs. So how many people from Texas and how many people from California really are there?
2: A lot. Actually, A lot. there's a fuck ton of Colorado's. A lot. Colorado. In. Colorado. Oh, Colorado yeah. Rich Coloradoan. Coloradoans. Coloradoians mm. are coming in mm. hot buying
1: I know houses. Really? All three different versions of the Colorado ID because I see them so
0: often. So often, dude. So it's here's, crazy. Here's where we have a light at the end of the tunnel a little bit. Hmm. I read an article yesterday that the Airbnb industry is down fuck yeah, it 40 something percent Mhm and now all these people who bought all these extra houses that's so well are struggling good so yeah. they're going to have to sell them Yep and I would like to have a house There you go yeah, a lot of people would like And that's to have good cuz that's par- that's a lot of it that killed the- that are mm-hmm. fucking shit up Mhm and they they've done nothing here to stop it Yep like in Atlanta or in Georgia you can own you can own 3 but one of them has to be your private private residence. Yeah. You can have your your private residency, you allow someone to stay there, mm-hmm. and then two extra.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great news. Yeah.
0: And it's like, you know, you, you can't have an empire of houses that you... you Absolutely. That's, that's called being a
1: slum lord. Yeah,
0: that's yeah.
2: literally being a dick. What is it? In Hawaii, they recently changed not too long ago where if you are going to have an Airbnb, you have to be on premise. Right. You know what I mean? You have yep. to be. You can't just be like... There's a key in this lockbox. Go in, whatever. And like, you right. have to be living and you,
0: there. And you're in another state.
2: Yeah, you can't do that anymore. No. And it tanked oh, the people yeah. in Hawaii. Or at That's least the, the people who yeah. own Airbnbs in Hawaii. Which is awesome.
0: Yeah. But, so I'm just going to lay this out there. Lay it out. People from here. We are tough as fuck. You can try to come in here. Change everything, make it better, bring in your culture, and it will not work. It won't. We will burn something to the ground, literally. (laughs) We will. Remember when that was happening? They're like, they were building like those big apartments. This apartment control. They, oh, yeah. burned, Central they Park. burned those to the ground. They burned the, the, they burned the old navy and then several Starbucks to the ground. It was like fucking Fight Club, real life. Uh, <laughs> they, there's,
1: there's. Um, I I used to work with someone at the, uh, at the Hyatt, and I, um, he was like, what? I was very. There was a picture of me like protesting uh, against uh, APD. As we do as you do (laughs) as we do every 10 years (laughs) he was so incensed he's like i never thought you felt this way and Uh, i'm like i brought a picture of me in the daily lobo throwing a bucket of paint onto a police substation i was all hey hey i have a mask on but that's me (laughs) <laughs> yes you
2: told it to the public that is me ma'am. that's
0: me motherfucker <laughs> hopefully that's statute of limitations. but oh yeah it's been am i am i wrong seven years am i wrong about any of this
2: no not at all
0: i was in founders one day and this guy was sitting behind us and uh, these girls were like where are you from he's like i'm from california and he goes i moved here though because it's so fucking cheap to live here and i wheeled around and i said i'm sorry i'm from here what did you say and he goes, I, he goes, I said I moved here because it's fucking cheap to live here. And I was like, well, being from here, let me tell you a story. We don't like it when people say shit like that. And he's like, well, I like it for a bunch of other reasons. And I was like, lead, sure. lead with those next time. Yeah. That's what I told him. Yeah. And the, the bartenders was like, fuck. And I was like, that's how I feel about it. And then, and then one day I came in. They're like, oh, we wish you were here yesterday. Some dude was bitching. Like, you guys need to do something about the crime here. And here's what I say about that. Um, no. It's part of our culture. We like it.
2: Hey Go well, fuck yourself you ranked number two for no reason Vulcan for crime I- <laughs> So the other
0: day There's a bullet hole through my front door Front door No lie I go to Mac- There's a McDonald's and a Sonic down the street over here In a Circle K I drive down to the McDonald's to get coffee And I turn into the fucking Pothole Ridden parking lot There's a Hummer H2 On blocks
2: Why? They're All four huge. wheels
0: Our four wheels Gone uh, Gone <laughs> On blocks, <laughs> on blocks, and I'm like, and I'm like, hell nice. yeah, fuck yeah! I took a picture.
2: <laughs> nice, <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely. I think you know what blows my mind is. Okay, so you bring friends in town, whatever. They're mm-hmm. obviously unaware of certain certain yeah. things with Albuquerque, right? Whatever. So as I'm pulling up to anywhere, you know, I I turn my music down. They're like, why do you keep doing that? You're ruining the vibe. I'm like, girl, do you not understand
0: any <laughs> Where the of that? Fuck, we are.
2: It's like dude, we're, we're pulling up in the fucking patios right now. Like we're getting some tacos. I'm about to show you some good food, but you cannot be blasting your music like that.
0: Yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah. You can't be showing off. You
2: don't be You are walking advertisement. And they're like, I just don't get it. I'm like, have you ever been robbed before? Yeah. And I was like, it clearly states that you've never been robbed before.
0: You don't know. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) It's called, it's called, it's called making yourself a target.
2: Yeah. And they're like, I just, I, I don't get it. I'm like, it's fine. They're all. Well, why is would, not well, why would you, you want to live
0: here? You're like, well, this is where I'm from.
2: Like, do you not want good tacos, bro? <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's the picture I'm showing. her the picture. It
2: looks like a little tofu. It's so cute.
0: <laughs> all four wheels are gone. It's up on blocks, and I'm like, and I'm like, part of me is like, I hope they were like that. What a gas guzzler! Let's take all the tires.
2: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the tires would be epic on those. Oh yeah. I also would take those wow. tires.
0: You know what's awesome about that though is like they they've made a new Hummer, and it's all electric. That's and, lame. No, is it like a Lego car? Oh no, it's amazing! Really? It can out pull that one. Really? Fuck yeah! Electric cars have way more torque. Like it can pull that could pull like a fucking tank around. Wait, them. can
2: you show me what this electric Hummer looks? Oh, like? Oh, it,
0: it looks awesome! Like I, don't know, I'm I watched a the video. Scared.
2: I don't know. I don't know how I feel about yeah. Hummer trucks.
0: And, and you can do that to it.
2: How do y'all really feel about Hummer
0: trucks? Uh, That's don't totally I, a truck. I, I hate them, but like uh, yeah. I hate Hummers all But an electric one, and it and it's all wheel it's four wheel drive, huh. and it out it can out it outperforms the other ones. I watched the video where they did they had both they had the original H one the one the military had uh-huh. versus that one, and it, it out pulled that one it
2: just Fuck yeah. them because
0: because the electric electric cars are the, the amount of torque they have Amazing. is unbelievable. Yeah, I watched the. There's a show with on on HBO where Robert Downey Jr. is taking all of his like fancy cars mm-hmm. that he has, and he's eco modding them. Oh, and so he took his he has money. Yeah, but he, at least oh, yeah, at he least does. he's doing that though. He's like taking. He's like, I don't want them to be bad for the environment, uh-huh. so they made his like old Chevy seventy 1971 Chevy truck. They made it electric. What? And then they pulled. They take it to a military base and it pulls one of those big deuce and a half trucks with a trailer with a tank on it because it's electric and it can what? fucking do that. Yeah. and Amazing. Did you know the fastest production car right now is electric? It zero, no, I do. Z- zero to 60 in like 2.1 seconds. Yeah. It's like $2 million. But I was
2: like, I wish I had money, man. I was right. like, I'm sorry. I am from, I am. From right. Albuquerque and um, We're all the, poor. This, this this pay yeah. wage going on right now. Let's be honest. I have a
1: 1994 Mitsubishi Eclipse.
2: <laughs>
0: he does. and it Mitsubishi. is fantastic. It is fantastic. It's
2: alright, dude. I have a Toyota Camry. It's all good. Oh, we driving out here. I like, dude.
1: I, I like the new Camrys. I, I'm just I saying, standard Camrys. standard yeah. transmissions work a little better in the desert in this yeah. dry heat. So <laughs> that's, that's awesome. all. I,
2: that's all I can afford.
1: That's funny. Yeah, so there's no way I can get a new car. What are you talking about? We're poor. will oh, run it to the ground,
0: Yeah. That's what we do here. That's what we do. Fucking a, we we survive. So <laughs> okay. let me tell you, there's you, no it,
1: running it to the ground, man. I've had that car for like decades now. You think I you're keep going to come in going? here?
0: You think you're going to come in here and ruin our our our? Oh, Fonzie says right. Money doesn't equal wealth. That's true. That is true. No true words, Fonzie. But the, for these people, I you think you're going to come in here. You're gonna put a Starbucks downtown, and I know there was one off of downtown, but it's no longer there. No one even go to that. No, you think you're gonna change it all? Like my friend, who he moved here from, he, and he's he's not part of the problem. He moved here from Chicago, and he goes, "Did you know they're uh, revitalizing downtown?" I go, uh, "Yeah, I'm Devin, they do that about every five years.
2: They do it, and it's <laughs> still gonna <to> be horrid. <laughs> yeah, it's still gonna be horrid."
0: I said, "We're survivors. We've survived, you know, poverty." crime mm. and we'll survive you yeah <laughs> literally you can come and go oh
2: my god so. oh my god
0: what's what's the,
1: what's the best example what was that uh irish pub that lasted <laughs> yeah. downtown for so like this a is,
0: week? this is the best i don't know if, i don't know if, if you were here. do you remember like when maloney's was was no. there okay so maloney's it was when fourth street was not all the way through right okay. yeah so so it was Mal- just the walkway so maloney's is yeah. there and they had a patio and maloney's i didn't realize they were a chain but they were the only chain that like stayed downtown and no one gave a shit because, you know, who cares? It smelled like vomit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so then on the corner was sauce or raw or whatever. Sauce and raw was on the corner. So then there's oh, so gosh, then there's anodyne, nice. right? Between sauce and raw, there's a a building. I think they've kind of put it all together now. It's uh-huh. all one. But this Irish chain, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful by the way, called like Dublin's. Or something, right? They come in and they open it up. Okay. And it's like I-, I never fully walked into it, but it, you know, had the wooden bars and like lots of tables on it. someone spent a lot of money. A lot on of this. money. It was open for three months. That's it? I remember <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember standing in line to get into the anodyne. Because there was so many people yeah. that there was a line out the door. I'm standing in line and I'm looking in their open door and there's you can one look right and, and and one table was taken. <laughs> Aww. So I could have walked out of line, walked into that place, and just started drinking, but none of us would do it. Fucked up. And they not a da- single person. And they closed down. Good three for them.
1: months.
2: Like yeah, this ain't working.
1: Like, uh, yeah, I heard this place is a chain. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Schlotsky's, um,
0: Schlotsky's had a place downtown. Closed down. They did. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, it's not, it, and it's never reopened. Nothing's ever opened there again.
2: It's hard. Downtown is hard. Well, Truly it is. Well, it,
0: it depends on what it is. Yeah.
2: yeah
1: if yeah. it's a chain, that will taint that business forever because we're I all think Oni's local it. or nothing.
2: Oh, Oni's doing great, but also yeah. does like... Oh, I I love Oni. Oh, it's so One good. One of our cocktails, we use Oni's, what was it the smoked pork fat? Oh. So we'd get the fat and we would literally... um Wash it with a bourbon, excuse me. Wash it with a bourbon, and it was smoky. It was interesting. Like it, was, it was a gorgeous cocktail. I,
0: I just can't catch myself going there because it's like 100 something degrees, and I don't want to have something that's hot like that. No, 100%. 100%.
2: Uh, but I love fuck. it so
0: much, but I'm like, I want it to cool off, so I go to Oni.
2: That's true. Uh, At least they have the bar now. Yeah. There was I, a time when they barely had drinks, but now that I, they have the bar for the rem- setting. I, I remember
0: I they it. opened up during the fucking shutdown, mm-hmm. and they just had the window, and like, If you didn't order by for dinner by one p.m., they were sold out. Yeah, like I was like, yeah, I want to order. They're like, did you already place an order? Nope. We're sold out for the day. I'm like, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. It was
2: ah, dude. During the pandemic, the second shutdown, I remember because I used to work at Safe House Distilling.
0: Yeah, and that's where I met you. That's so so. That's so cool, dude. Honestly,
2: epic times. I I definitely missed working there. It was really shitty how it went down. That's also part mm-hmm. of that shit that we were talking about but yeah um during the second shutdown my bartenders and i we would be like "Dude, we're hungry let's go get some oni Ugh. so i would i would message them we would obviously order support mm-hmm. them of course and they're like if you basically if you throw an appetizer we're going to deliver some shots so i'll deliver like five shots
0: nice no one can fire me illegal <laughs> i
2: would deliver shots I'm like thank you actually i work for the sid
0: and uh you're under arrest
2: just just make it hot please
0: nah.
2: um so literally i'll deliver these shots i'm like thank you and they would throw in some like extra edamame some dumplings We're like thank you for supporting us yeah and it was it was a beautiful time honestly it was you can tell that everyone was clearly struggling but oh, we had each yeah. other and that was just so awesome
0: if i would not known that i'd have just thrown them a bottle of fucking whiskey one day
2: dude <laughs> everyone was struggling but dude. i loved going there just to know that I'm like yeah. i got your back and i love your food yeah
0: well, and it's in a, you know, we'll all end with this. And it's like, I live downtown and it, tell them Brody. And, uh, it's really interesting to me. Cause like I have these coworkers and they'd be like, Oh, I don't like to go downtown because this, this, or this, or this is scary. And I'm like, Oh, I don't worry about that. Cause I have friends that work everywhere. I was like, you know, and then I was telling one, I was like, yeah, we're like a community. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, well, there's a bunch of us who all live down there and we're all a community. And so, Mm -hmm. you know like if i'm walking on the street and someone came up and attacked me like my friend who works here might fucking come help me and they were like i've never thought of it being like a place to live i'm like well maybe that's why it's shitty is because people don't think of it as a fucking place to live yeah that people actually live down here and when you throw your trash during the art walk or um throw your can on the ground that it Mm -hmm. might blow in my yard or you know everything Who knows? Yeah, or if you're, you know, firing your AK forty seven at three in the morning, you know, it might wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> it might
2: be like, oh, I guess I'll get up and pee. <sighs> what was it when I was at Safe House? I was mm-hmm. working with someone, and obviously it was like a Friday night. We're closing, and you know, safe. Where if anyone knows where Safe House is, it's like what six and gold or something yeah. like that. So, so it's right, right behind El yeah. Ray. Yeah, right behind Founders. And one day. Some people were shooting at each other in the parking lot across the street. And as as you do. As, it, okay. It's it's no, pretty. Unfortunately, it's kind of normal. No. And we just quietly were got they, on the ground. Were
0: they on or off four wheelers?
2: Uh, definitely, I do not know because we didn't see it. But but you know what
0: we, I, you know what I'm saying.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so we were, we just we just get on the ground. We're just like, okay, just lay down real quick. I'm like, so what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. And then I told someone what happened. They're like, were you not terrified? Why didn't you call the police? I'm like.
0: The police ain't going to be there, dog. They don't care. They're gone. So one... I live... You know, you see where I live. One night, about three... Eh, like, one in the morning. Fucking insane amounts of fucking gunfire. Yeah. Like, over in... The, where they built that park right there. Mm-hmm. I do get out of bed, and I do lay on the ground. You're just like, me. <laughs> and someone's like, did you call the cops? And I go, yeah. Guess what I found out? It was the, the cops. <laughs> testing out... What a twist. Testing out the system... Where, if there's a gun shot, they can triangulate where it is at and drive over there. Wait,
2: what? Really?
0: Yeah, we have that. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know we had that? I did not know what the fuck we had that. So, we have that downtown. I'm
2: just kidding.
0: So, we have that downtown now. And if a gun gun is shot, they immediately know where proximity. Wow. So, then, like, uh, a couple months later, it was like 11 a.m. on a Friday. Someone fired a gun on sixth and gold. Yeah, because you guys were between sixth and seventh. We yeah. Yeah, because I lived on yeah. I lived on sixth and silver. So eleven a.m. A gun goes off on sixth and in gold, in between gold and silver. Mm-hmm. The cops were like, "Well, we triangulated a gun gunshot. Go over and see if, who's shooting a gun." Right. They got over there and it, someone had been shot. And it was the first time, and I was like, "Whoa!" You're like <laughs> they found a dead person. Wow! Yeah.
2: Damn.
0: And I'm like, "There's also cameras everywhere. How the fuck did they not see who did that?" There's
2: cameras everywhere. Fuck yeah. Everywhere.
1: Yeah,
0: because like when, when that, so you know how they did that? Um, they put that Bernalillo County building on Silver and Fifth. Like during the pandemic, they were building it, and then as soon as they got it done, some kid was driving down. Uh, <gasps> Some kids were driving down Silver, and they pulled out an AK-47, and they were shot all the windows out.
2: Jesus Christ. And they have
0: video of it. And he's, like, hanging out the car window like it's fucking uh, Afghanistan, just firing AK-47.
2: Lighting up. Yeah. yeah.
0: I saw the video, and I was like, Jesus. All right. So, like, well, what is that? Oh, I have no idea. Whatever she found. Is it, like, super, squishy? Hey, uh, hey. Super
2: hey. exciting.
0: Well, that means. Oh,
2: she tore that fucking shit up.
0: <laughs> oh, it was uh, a for the microphone. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, wow. Okay. That means the show's over. Uh, I she said thank, we're done here. I want to thank uh, <laughs> Nohilani Ader yeah. for coming on the show. Three times. Great yes. job. Uh, hey, let us know where you're going to work at so we can patronage that place. Uh, Real Bravo. Real sure. Bravo Brewery. I have to come check it out. They
2: got good food and good beer.
0: Yeah, I have been in a while. It's been a while. It's good shit. Um, I, used to be, I used to live over in that area. Because you live, lived everywhere? I lived out Broadway and Mountain, so for seven seven and a half years.
2: Very good. So I'd
0: go to Marble, I'd go to um, Hollow Spirits.
2: Nice at the
0: time. Dialogue Rio Bravo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I uh, love that area. Tractor, well. tractor, and it's funny because like they call a different area town of town the brewery district. I'm like, that's the brewery district. Like really, you know, Ugh. where La Cumbre is, they call the brewery district. And that's I'm what
2: like, I think personally. Do but, you? I
0: okay. mean. But I mean what it's brewery? Growing. It's like it's like Lucumbre, um, Palmer,
2: Palmer's. They I guess
0: uh Ilvicino or Canteen, sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I guess I really don't I don't consider any kind of district brewery. No, cuz they're all over the goddamn place. Yeah. They're everywhere.
0: Yeah. They're everywhere. Now it's distilleries. Fuck. Everywhere. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. Whole other other conversation. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Thank Smiley. Thank you so much. Uh, go see uh, Nohilani, Nohilani at uh, Rio Bravo. Um, come out August 17th, the Duke city championship wrestling, get your tickets. Cause they are really, I'm not saying this just to sell them. Like I looked at the tickets just a while ago and I was like, shit, a lot have sold. So if you want a good, I mean, all the seats are good. I honestly want to see the shit. Yeah. You gotta go. And oh we, and we lowered, lowered the cost for this one.
2: Amazing. I can afford it.
0: Yeah. Like I think, I think the ringsides are like 30. Oh, that's not the, bad. uh, I want to say the right behind ringside are 25 and then maybe lower than maybe 20. Well, anyway, and the GA are like fifteen, so
2: oh, that's light work.
0: Yeah, come on in, come check it out, come see me in the ring, come see Fonzie Lafleur Rassle. He's a wrestler. Fuck yeah! Check it out on Proview Network. Uh, and with that, we, we are ten drink minimum. Drink minimum.